PWP Nation, where wrestling discussion lives. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the Offended podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Quarter Russia wants you to believe in some real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauché here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about. From movies, to TV, to music, to sports, to gaming, to anything really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauché on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic and don't forget about anything but where you can find everything for the pod including the written blog post that's right we're carrying over the going off topic blog to anything but too so check it all out there and i'll catch you on the next topic Welcome to the weekly wrestling wrap-up presented by Offended, presented by PWP Nation. It's your boys, Tricky and Stouty. And yes, you're hearing different music right now because it's WrestleMania month, baby. Let's go. What's up, you fucking boys? So, Jim, you you can't hear the music, can you? No, I can't. So it's like the old, 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 like first, like WrestleMania theme, like the like the theatrical kind of sounding one. No, it's like bam, 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 bam. I'm not doing it justice, but people <laughs> just listen to this when it comes out. God damn it! Yeah, you know that song that goes like bam, 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 bam. oh yeah, that one. It's it's the Minion Challenge. <laughs> A little old school mania. Yeah, man, WrestleMania season. Be do beat. Be Oh, fuck, I forgot. Why did we stop doing that? Because it got annoying. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. We're doing it, like, every second. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, WrestleMania season, which you, you think that we uh, kind of forgot about. I think... But, but has... I, I, I beg to differ. Well... I think it has a little bit to do with you being in the poop pit still. True that. And it's throwing me off on advertising the show for some reason. But 
Can't have uh, Mania season without Stoutsy. That's what you're saying. Basically. But, um... I'm over. Fuck off. All right. Uh, but, um... I'm gonna say? I don't know. I feel like the build wasn't there until, like, two weeks ago. So it kind of threw me off. I don't know, man. I think we've been kind of talking to Mania for, like, a while. Maybe, like, mentioned it, but I think we've been so invested... Especially like in the Becky thing, that was huge for Mania, and I think like Rollins. Like I think we were so caught up in what was going on with them that like mm-hmm. we weren't judging what could go wrong with Mania, right? Or like we're seeing the same thing over and over. Like we have like main events with Roman and stuff like that. I think we've just been like caught up in like watching some good weekly wrestling that you know we're just kind of going with it, and it's like oh shit, and here's Mania now. Like especially the Kofi thing. So I think it's. I think we've been, I don't think we forgot about it. I think we're just like, we're actually getting, we've been having good wrestling and pay-per-views the last few months that we haven't been like itching for Mania, I guess. Like that kind of sounds like we don't care about it, but I think we're just bought into wrestling right now. Yeah. Because it's been pretty, because it's been pretty damn good. As I say, the wrestling the past few weeks has been, even on Raw, has been decent. It's been good. Like. Yeah. And and you even said, uh, you texted me the other day and was like, dude, like. A lot of these pay-per-views have been, you know, actually haven't been, like, half bad. They haven't been. Like, they haven't been bad at all. Like, the pay-per-views this year, I think, have been fucking great, honestly. Like, from starting with the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of funny. NXT TakeOver was kind of just, like, okay. And then, like, all of a sudden, the main roster shows are now stepping up. Right. So, I don't know. I think uh, I think we're in Mania mode. Yeah. I think it's going to, you know... Mania week's going to come and we're going to be like amped up because we got some good storylines coming in, some good matches so far, I think. And uh, I think once like Mania hits, we're going to be like sitting there with like rubbing our hands together, like, all right, here we go. The hopefully, big show. Hopefully you can I'm make up. your return to the cockpit. I'm hoping so. I told you that I woke up today feeling uh, quite a bit better. I'm not, uh, I'm not cockpit ready, but uh, I don't know. I was able to sleep and move and not roll around in pain like a dying old man. <laughs> I mean, if you want, we can rent like a porta potty and just put it outside for you. That'd be hype. <laughs> that <laughs> that'd be that'd be uh that'd be pretty tight. You know what just came to my mind uh cuz I just connected mania in your house is I still have a video from last year uh of I was standing outside and there was two rabbits that were fighting outside. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. In your neighbor's yard, and I go, this is the best match in Mania so far. Yeah, because Mania was such a letdown last year, because it's like, we thought it was going to be great, and then I was like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, and then I was outside, and I was like, oh, look at these rabbits. Fucking, f-. I mean, they were doing a lot of high spots, so it was kind of like marky, but, mm-hmm. you know. I got a question. Good. I got a yeah. question. Do you think, so, if you remember, like, Mania last year started off, like, really good. Like, the first, like, yeah. few matches were great. And then all of a sudden, it just slowed down, and like it got kind of boring. Yeah. Do you think that ever since then, up until maybe the Royal Rumble, like that just put like that just set in tone like like the the rest of the year for WWE for the main roster, anyways? Mm, yeah, I think so. Like it's kind of the, I'm, I've been thinking about that lately. I was like, it's weird that like right when like halfway through that show that happened, like. WWE hasn't like regained like their like momentum until like maybe in January, like um, main roster wise. Yeah, I think they. I don't know. I, I want to be surprised if some of the roster was like, man, it's been kind of 
like a stale mania. Like it's like they were trying too hard to hype it up, and now they're just kind of somewhat. I think the wrestlers are trying to like keep it simple. And mm-hmm. well, fuck, they spent thirty know. minutes with John Cena and the Undertaker on the fucking two minute match. Yeah, that was you know that that was like one of their big builds, and then also it's like the same main event we've been seeing for a while on pay per views. I think yeah. I don't know, and I, I honestly, I think a big thing. I think it's like I think a lot has to do with Seth Rollins. Like I think he was. I think he's a key guy in being like, you know what, man? Like fuck all this shit. Like fuck. Like I, le- I don't think he like legit hates Brock Lesnar, but I legit think he hates the fact that it's like there's no title here, man. And like, I think like he's been so driven to like make a huge difference every week, and you can tell it. Everything he does, he's trying to. He, he's probably one of the hardest workers out there trying to fucking get the get the fucking train going again and i think that uh the rest of the locker room's following you know it's like having a captain on your hockey team Agreed. you know Agreed. when you see that when you see your captain out there you know doing what he can to make the show better it, it makes you want to compete and you know work as just as hard as that top guy so mm-hmm. yeah i agree i think you know now they're like you know what fuck it this is our show we're gonna fucking fuck everybody else fuck your script fuck your script but, uh, <laughs> yeah. I forget what I was going to say. But anyway, so since last year, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I was just watching NXT and fucking like Shayna Baszler like came out and started choking out like uh, uh, Bianca Belair and Kyrie Sane just at the top of the stage and she just like walked out, pointed, but like did like this hype up like I'm charging up thing at the top of the stage and just started running down. <laughs> It's like the way that she did it. It just made me crack up. <laughs> I gotta watch NXT. Fuck. But, um, yeah, so it's WrestleMania month. Last year, I think we did, we did like WrestleMania theme shows just on Offended last year, like I think for the whole month. Yeah, so we we'll kind of do that in a way uh, on the wrap up. So I guess we'll start with. We're going to do, so like how we do on The Offended, we do Songs of the Week, right? Kick off the show with that. We're going to kick off every show from here on out on the wrap-up, even after Mania, but these will be WrestleMania-themed for now, as the matches of the week. Down with it. I like it. I like it. Keeping The the Offended trend, like, just intertwined together, you know? Yeah, of course. And next week, we're getting JCD on the show. Going to talk his... uh, WrestleMania predictions. Yeah, should be interesting. Should be, should be. I'm gonna fight his kid too. So, uh, um, <laughs> that being said, let's get into it. Let's get into matches of the week, WrestleMania style, brother. I'm ready. You wanna go first? You, wanna go first? Uh, you can go first. You sure? Yeah, I'm positive. You sure? I mean, do you want me to go first? I mean, you can. <sighs> Fine, I'll go first. All right, my first. My first, first match. match is. Uh, Fuck! Damn it! I'm on a three week straight or three episode straight uh, doing that, so I pat myself on the back for that one. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: uh, KDK Naked Lady on the episode of Offended was like, I got her. And the episode of went on. I got her. Yeah. And she yeah. tried to do it to me. And I, she's like, okay, go ahead and say your song. And I was like, I just stared at her. It's like, you know, you can't do it. It's already been done. You can't do it two times an episode. But that would be considered classless. And she goes, oh, it's such a classy <laughs> podcast. 
<laughs> yeah, it is. I, who does she think she is lately? Right. Even though on her songs of the she did pick Tommaso Ciampa's uh, song because she felt bad. Oh. She was sad. She was sad. That's fair. That's fair. But anyway, go ahead. I'm, I won't do it. Either. No, 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 no. You're nope. You nope. You did it. You have to go. All right, fine. Uh, my first match. It's so weird saying my first match. My first match is from WrestleMania 22. It's a hardcore match between Mick Foley and Edge. Oh, good one. Just a fucking classic of a match. I mean, they beat the shit out of each other. And in my opinion, uh, actually, maybe maybe not. But singles-wise, it's my favorite Edge match of all time. Really? Yep. I'm trying to think of another, like, singles match. I can't. I'm drawing a blank right now. I know there's more, but, like. I yeah, I can't that, either. I was I almost wanted to say like his match with Taker at Mania, but I, I nah Foley's is better. Yeah, and his match against Taker at SummerSlam and that Hell in the Cell match is a close second in my opinion. Oh yeah. And that TLC I mean he's had great matches. Like don't get me wrong, but Was that's my favorite. Was that was that Mania match the last McFoley match? No. Foley and him became a tag team. Or last was it the Foley's last match at WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That makes sense. Foley and him had like a continued that story for a little bit after that, and they ended up becoming a because Foley turned heel with him for a little bit. Did he? Yeah, remember him and like they teamed up against uh, <laughs> Toilet Flush. They teamed up against. Uh, <laughs> Who did they fucking wrestle at One Night Stand? They wrestled somebody at that One Night Stand pay-per-view. Uh, fuck. I can't remember. I, it's like ECW Originals, I know that. Yeah. Uh, Maybe been Sabu, was it? Or was it Dreamer? It was a Dreamer and... Uh, uh, was it Dreamer and Sabu, actually? It might have been. I am drawing a blank on that right now. Mmm. Beep, beep, beep. That would make sense. I'm looking it up. So now, I'm, now, I, now I'm just want to know. Now I'm curious. Um. Yeah, dude, that match is uh, that match took Edge to a different level too. I think, like, oh, even totally. though, like. Even though we had like the TLC matches, like, oh, duh. and that just spe- that just speaks what it was. Edge McFoley and Lita versus Tommy Dreamer, Beulah, and uh, Terry Funk. Oh, duh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but what I was gonna say is like, that's credit to McFoley. Like, you talk to a, like, well, you hear from like a lot of like wrestlers, even like you know Triple H and stuff about how McFoley, like, having matches with him brought more to their character oh it totally did and it's just like Mick Foley at that age still you know going against Edge was able to put his body through that much of a match just to give Edge that fucking bump oh, like yeah. just fucking incredible like oh my god one of my favorite scenes in that match like just the the picture and to me it's an iconic like Wrestlemania moment when I th- Edge either Gets hit with barbed wire or goes and hits the thumbtacks. I think it's the thumbtacks he goes into. But his, like, face when he, like, looks over at his arm and there's blood, like, pouring down his arm. And he's, like, starts to freak out. Like It's the, it's the thumbtacks. Yeah. 
that think that's one of the most iconic like moments just because the crowd is going nuts and he's just like holy shit shit like, like <laughs> this is real yeah this is happening yeah oh nuts good match thanks thank you thank you good good pick yeah. uh my uh <clears throat> my first match uh just just a classic i mean it's like my favorite mania match ever and i've said it before on our uh list but uh the end of the era match oh my god what a good match i mean it's just you know i, I mean it's, it literally just sums up like all of everything that I loved about wrestling when I was younger with those three guys. like That's storytelling at its finest. Yeah. I mean, like, it summed up, like, the whole attitude era for me. Like, like, I, like that, that whole match just had me thinking about, like, everything they went through, even with, like, not just each other, but, like, you know, back to when they were tearing it up with Rock and Austin mm-hmm. and fucking everything, how it's just, like, that whole journey just came down to came down to that match it's just like one of the most emotional matches i ever had to watch right and that crowd pop when sean super kicks taker then the pedigree and taker kicks out yeah and and sean's in the corner like oh my god like i if you if you ever want to know how to fucking tell a story and sell in a match just watch that right like and in a way, people were thought like, "Oh, I thought it was an end of an era. I thought everybody was going to retire." But in the reality, it was the end of an era in terms of like them wrestling each other, and like that story is done, like basically until they go to Saudi Arabia for more money. But uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, I like to just ignore that fact. Yeah, I, I, I don't, like inc- to- I don't, in- I don't include that in the era anymore. No, it's so hard to ignore it though because Sean was so good in it for like not wrestling for so long again. Oh yeah, just fucking. He but yeah, dude, that whole match like Triple H got yeah. it. He's like, I got it. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, let me just do a moonsault. Yeah, and nobody caught him. And and not a moonsault into the ring. Let me do a moonsault like off uh, to the fucking to the padding out there with like ugh, Jesus. Yeah, that's, he that's just looked. At he's me. like, fuck it, and just did it. Yeah, just fuck it. I'll do it, and fucking looked fucking great. Like you got to be kidding me. But, uh, yeah, man, that match just, uh, that match just fucking forever is going to be my favorite Mania match. I just felt like a little kid again. Like, I felt like I should have had my action figures out and my mm-hmm. little Hell in a Cell built around my cage, like, reenacting the match, like, when I was younger. Right. God, I so. used to do that all the time, just reenact matches. I used to do it, like, with my wrestling buddy, and I used to do it with my action figures. <laughs> all the time. I used to actually, I'd every once in a while, I'd use the Nitro ring because it had this squishy yeah, thing in the middle that, but that had, made sounds. But it made me mad because I had that button in the middle. The one that where it made noises? Yeah, I hate that button because I know I have that ring still. I so do I. Somewhere. I liked the noise. I did it. More. But that ring was fun to use for that. Yeah, but I'd, like, I'd use that ring, but then I'd use my uh, WWE, WWF, Titantron, where you wiped their feet on the metal and it'd make them play the music. Yeah. Looks like nothing like Triple H. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, I need to. F- I have all this somewhere. Oh, I got all mine. I got mine's up in my attic in, a, in its own like big box. I got fucking all of it. I got the SmackDown like setup and shit. Mm. Dude, my favorite. I, I had like this ring that was like a WrestleMania 17 ring, and that was my favorite because like they gave you like a little bit of room to put the wrestlers like on the outside if you want to have a tag team match. Yeah, it was just good. I always did Royal Rumbles. Man, 
I can't wait till my nephew like starts being able to pay attention to like TV and stuff, and so you can just go play with toys again. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be like trying to like do a match. I'm like, get out of here, dude! No, that's not even his move. Fuck it. Let's just go. Let's just make a Twitch account. And be like, hey, everybody likes to watch people play video games. Watch Jim and I play with action figures and tell our own stories. Like our own up, up, down, down, but just <laughs> with action figures. <laughs> That'd actually be kind of cool. He's so stupid. <laughs> Well, like, oh, we could do the match and then, like, do a voiceover of us being commentators. Yeah, exactly. That's what I used to do. That would be so fucking funny. Me and my friends used to do, like, our own shows where we'd do, like, a draft, and then we watch each other's shows. I would have the best shows and the best matches. Five stars. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Meltzer. <laughs> well, anyway, my second song this week is an underrated match that nobody ever talks about. Your and second song? Match? I said match. You said, you said song. Whatever. <laughs> I've been saying second song for a long time, Jim. It's been like a year. Hey, hey that's right. A match is kind of like a song. It is. It is. It tells us, it tells us something. Yeah, that's that's where you were going it. with it. But this second match of the week uh, is, in my opinion, one of the most underrated WrestleMania matches of all time. And honestly, one of the just plain, simple, one of the most underrated matches in my opinion. Uh, you don't ever hear anybody talk about it. And in my opinion, this was the best match from WrestleMania 27, and it's Cody Rhodes versus Rey Mysterio. Oh, good pick. Nobody ever really talks about that, and they did, like, it's just a good match, like, with yeah. a good story behind it, too. Yeah, it's when good Cody pick. Cody all, wow. like, creepy Cody, too. What a... I'm trying to think of what was going on at 27 that would that overshadows that. Like, why it's kind of underrated. Because that WrestleMania sucked so bad. That WrestleMania was horrible. That's, like, my least favorite WrestleMania, I think, of all time. 27? It's the That's the one with the uh, Triple H and Undertaker that, like, went on for, like, 45 minutes, and it was boring. And then uh, Miz and Cena is the main event. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's Ooh. right, because people are just like, uh, Miz... Yeah, and one of the WrestleMania matches was Jerry Lawler and Michael Cole. Oh, God, yeah, that's a horrible one. Which Lawler wins, and then they gave it to Michael Cole. But the best part about that, and I pop every time I watch it, is Stone Cold in the ring because he was the referee. (laughs) The best part about that match is when they reverse the call, and Stone Cold takes his beer. He's staying on the outside because it was the raw anonymous general manager at the time. (laughs) He switches the decision. And Austin's just staring at it when he says, the winner of the match is now Michael Cole. Austin takes his beer, chucks it down, and goes, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Good old Austin. Man, I, I can't, I'm, I'm fuzzy on the Rey Mysterio match, though. I remember that match happening. It's good, but I'm, man. I'm fuzzy on the whole, on the storyline of it. It's good. It's the, they were, because uh, that was when Cody was, like, going nuts. Like, Was he, did he have the mask on? Yeah. Cody okay. wasn't dashing anymore, so he was freaking out, and he's like, I can yeah. only have the mask on SmackDown. So he kept trying to steal Mysterio's mask. and put. That was when he was putting, like, plastic bags over people's heads. That's right. And he became, like, obsessive to, like, take Mysterio's mask. Makes a lot of sense. Which is now, like, that story's been overplayed, but that was, like, around that time was, like, the first time I think we saw it with Mysterio, if I'm not mistaken. Like, in WWE, mm-hmm. anyways. Oh, yeah, they did it in WCW, didn't they? I think so, but, like, 
I can't remember another time before that when it was like, give me the mask, give me the mask, I want the mask. And like Cody was like, I need it. Like, Yeah. Fuck, crazy Cody. Dude, he does not get enough credit for how good he was, man. Uh, no, obviously that's why he's fucking taking over the world right now. Yeah, like if you go back and watch like his promos and stuff, like they were like creepy and they were good. Yeah. He's fucking always been good on the mic, no mm-hmm. matter what they've given him. Mm-hmm. Good pick. I mean, of course you got the dust. You just got you just got classic Ray Mysterio just being Ray. What? I'm trying to. Re- I can't remember what Ray was dressed up as though. That's like the one thing that's bugging me. Uh, was he dressed up as something, or was he wearing the? Uh... Yeah, he uh, he dresses up like a superhero for like every WrestleMania. Hmm. He's always had a different thing. I think uh, WrestleMania 22 is the only one I think where he didn't uh, dress up as anything. He just wore all black. Hmm. I can't think what he would have been. Oh, he was Captain America. Really? Yep. Yes, he Are was. 100% positive? I'm looking at the picture right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay. Well, well, then I guess I believe you. Here, I'll send it to you. But yeah, That's that was probably Photoshop. Good match. Good match. And Cody won the match, too, so that was also a pleasant surprise. Yeah. And like I said, now look at him. Yep. Thanks, Ray. Yep. Suck it, Vince. Thanks, Ray Ray. <laughs> All right. Good pick. Good pick. So, my second match. Mm hmm. Correcto Mundo. My second match. So we'll. A little throwback. That's your my fault. Bad. You That's my bad. Me. You texted me. You texted me. It's your fault. It's your fault. I like how people. I was like, nope, that's you. Uh, this goes back to WrestleMania 20. Just the uh, classic Eddie Guerrero, Kurt Angle. Where Eddie, uh, Eddie unties the boot. Yeah. You know, just fucking. Just Eddie being Eddie. I don't know why. I mean, I, I know it's not like the most star-studded fucking... Dude, it's a phenomenal Perfect match, match but it's I mean, a it's a phenomenal fucking, match. It's fucking good Eddie and good Kurt just going mm-hmm. out there and fucking telling a story because it's just so... It was just perfect. Yeah. Because I remember watching it and I was like, God damn it, Angle's going to win. And then fucking... I remember, like... I remember then when I watched it, even... I'm pretty sure I watched it, you know, not too long ago, like last year or something, just for the fun of it. And I still, like, almost forget about, like, the boot spot because it was so good. And I was like, man, what the fuck just happened? Like, how? Did, why, why is why is Angle just standing there like an idiot? I love when he pulls then, it off and just stares at He's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yep. And then Eddie just gives the classic, like, Eddie laugh and smile. And he's holding his boot in the championship. And it's yeah. just like, god damn, man. It's fucking makes me miss Eddie so much. I know. I know, dude. Yeah. Just, and I had to I had to give a shout out to Kurt since this is going to be his last mania, so you know I wanted to. Oh, nice pick. Point out a little uh, one of his good matches for him. He's had a he's had a few good mania matches, dude. He's had a lot. He's had a lot of good WrestleMania yeah. matches. His one... didn't he have what the uh, didn't he have like a really good triple threat? He's had like two really good triple threats. He had one against Mysterio and uh, Orton for the World Heavyweight Title, where he was champion. That's where Mysterio won. And then there was one at WrestleMania 16 or whatever, WrestleMania 2000, whatever they called it. With like Triple H and somebody? No, it was Jericho and Benoit. 
And it was for oh, the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was basically two matches because the first fall was for like the European title, and the second fall was for the Intercontinental title. That's right. It was good, dude. I almost picked that match to put on here too. But I went with Cody and Mysterio instead. Yeah, man. Now that we're talking about, I think Kurt's kind of like under overlooked as a like one of the best mania performers oh for sure and his match against uh benoit i think at was it 17 that match is fucking amazing because it's just like a it's a classic just wrestling match like yeah good match yeah man fuck god dude can you imagine like you think eddie would still be wrestling i think it would be close I think he may have retired by now. Cause, what was he, 35? No, he was like 41, I think, when he passed away. No way. I thought he was like 30-something. I thought he was like 41 when he passed. Mm, I don't think so. He was, he, was 30, he was 38. Yeah, he was 38, whatever. He's 38, so that's, he yeah, that's up there. It's... I think he may have been still wrestling. Maybe I still think he would have retired, like maybe a few years ago. Yeah, because right now he'd be fifty-two. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think he would have stayed wrestling. I think he would have been. I, I'd give him to like mid forties. I think mm-hmm. he still would have been. But I mean, fuck, dude, that's fucking eight years of you know. Assuming he stays with WWE, it's fucking. Well- Eightish years of mania moments. Well, Katie and I were just talking about this the other day. It's kind of like, you know, wrestlers in their prime and stuff. Their prime is almost being pushed back in terms of, like, age. Like, Yeah, dude, I think that, too, because I was like, I was like, man, like, isn't Finn Balor kind of getting up there in age? And he's like 33, I think. I think he's older than that. I think he's like 35, 36. No, no way. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I swear. Google that shit. I am. But, like, anyway, like, him, and then even you got, like, Naka. AJ Styles, Naka, and it's like... Holy shit, Balor is 37. Yeah, man. he's he's He doesn't look like it, though. No, not at all. He doesn't look like any older than, you know, you or anything. No, he really doesn't. No. Holy shit, and, Balor's 37 years old? Yeah, man. And he's, like, just now fucking... You know, like you said, I, I was thinking about that too, not too long ago, that it's like, dude, I think the ages are getting kind of pushed back. So I'm always like, man, dude, they're getting up there. And it's like, man, how are they going to, how are they going to stack up those championships and stuff? But mm-hmm. they said it's a different age. They take a lot better care of their bodies now. Yep. So, you know, fuck, I'm all for it. I'm all for it too. A lot of people, rumor, a lot of people think that he's going to wrestle Undertaker at WrestleMania. I, just, I don't see it happening. I just see him wrestling. Uh, it's I don't think it's worth it because, like, if he takes the loss, like, it doesn't do anybody favors. Like, it doesn't do Taker anything, and it doesn't do him anything. It's he's, like, dude. But that's the thing. Like, he's not going to lose, and he's going to be the demon if he wrestles Undertaker, and Undertaker's just going to lose, which was going to be like, all right, Taker, enough. It's like, nobody's going to be happy with that. No, it's like, I'd rather see him come out as the demon and take down Bobby Lashley and fucking Leo Rush. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, that's, that, that that's, <laughs> I mean, just stick with that. I agree. Um... All right. Well, my last match of the week is my all-time favorite match. Said this before. If it wasn't for this match, I would not be a wrestling fan today. That's what it all started. The great Khali. Yep. 
The Great Khali's dance-off. No, it was Brodus Clay's dance-off at WrestleMania 27 with Flo Rider. <laughs> Somebody call my mama. No, uh, but boyhood dream has come true for Shawn Michaels. WrestleMania 12, Shawn, Bret Hart, Iron Man match. Love it. Yeah, and a I lot mean... Of pe- a lot of people shit on that match. Like... Why? They said it's a lot of holds in that match. It's a lot of rests. I'm like, well, yeah, it's an hour long. Like, holy shit, that one was loud. What? Your phone. I don't think anything even went off. Oh, it's something went off. Biff. Oh, Bowman. Biff. Sorry. He's going to call it the Biff Tannen from now on. The Biff Tannen. Biff. Jeez, man, sorry, I'm just popular. But, I mean, that match just says everything. The storytelling in that match is fucking phenomenal, where it's like, Sean just wants to become champion so bad, and, like, he's almost there, he's right there, he's got it, he's gonna beat him, and then time runs out, and you're like, well, fuck, what happens now? And then Gorilla Monsoon's like, I don't like you, Brett, you're going to WCW in a couple of years. And then... <laughs> and then Sean's like, yeah, fuck him over now, let's screw him over now. And then, like... But the best part that a lot of people, I don't know if you, you probably know this, where Brett wouldn't roll out of the ring and Sean was on his knees, like selling like the I finally did it moment. And he was waiting for Brett to like get out of the ring. And you see Sean like kind of bend over and he's like, Brett, get the fuck out of my ring. Get the fuck out of my ring. And he tells Earl Heavenly, he goes, tell Brett to get the fuck out of the ring. And that's when... Earl walks over to Brett, and he's like, get out. And then he walks back over to Sean and hands him the title again. It's like when it I all, think I, it's when it all I, think I remember Asia. that. Yeah. Because, like, he was trying to hand him the title, and Sean's like, I'm not taking it until Brett gets the fuck out of my ring. Like, Just Brett being a dick? Yeah. Like, a lot of people, like, don't realize how big of a douche Brett Hart, like, was back then. Like, granted, Sean is a little bit of an asshole. And was an asshole, but Brett was kind of a douchebag. Like, I, yeah, I was gonna say, I've always kind of think. I think he's kind of just like a baby. He is a baby. Like, poor me, poor me. It's he, like, dude, you're totally right. You're 100 percent correct. Like, he didn't want anybody else to have a moment. Right, and like, it's all. It was all me or him. And like, if you watch like Bret Hart's like documentary that like they, it was before like he like officially came back to WWE. Like, they put out that DVD, like, for the first time ever, Bret Hart's finally on, like, a WWE thing. Yeah. And in that, like, documentary, he's, like, he's, the whole time, there's, like, three WrestleMania's in a row, he's, like, yeah, the, nobody really cared about any other matches on that card. When people are walking out, they're talking about that Hart Foundation match. I'm, like, you're such a douchebag. Like, you're such a douchebag. Like, just say you stole the show and move on. Don't say anything else like that. Like. <clears throat> yeah, dude, I even remember when they had the, uh, it was, like, him and, Sean sat down to talk about the screw job and stuff, and he was still like just playing like the poor me, poor me card. And Sean, Sean was like biting his lip, like, "Okay, Brett, like, grow up, dude. Like, you know you were being like a complete crybaby douche. Like, you didn't, you just didn't want to do anything for the business because it was, it wasn't helpful for you. And it's like, dude, you're Brett Hart, like, and you know what? I'm totally on the Vince and Sean side. Like completely, hundred oh, percent. Like you're telling me that a guy is gonna go like to your rival competition with the title? Fuck you! Right. 
like the company WCW is legit trying to put WWE out of business. Like that was their goal. It wasn't like let's have steady competition. Let's have let's have both have success. It was they were trying to kill the other competition. Yeah. And you're telling me that Brett's just gonna go and like, fuck you. Yeah, he's gonna win, and he goes, "I'll drop the title the next night." Like, what, dude? Like, what? No. Right. Like, right. fuck off. The thing that made me sold on like taking Vince and Sean's side is when. In some documentary, it's like they're like, yeah, the, the big thing was we uh, we both wanted to know where Taker stood on it. And Taker apparently was like, nope, we're all good. Yeah. Cause, he was uh, like, nope, we're all good. Because if anybody had a fucking brain, they realized, like, hey, this isn't good for our business. Like, nope. Yeah. Like, we like Vince. Like, we won't, we want to stick up for him. And, like, the best is on the Shawn Michaels documentary is when they were all in a room. And they were like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And... Brett's like, I guess this is what we're doing, and blah, blah, blah. And, like, everyone was like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. I guess that is what we're doing. And Triple H was in the room with them, just sitting there not talking. And apparently Brett walks out of the room, closes the door, and they all just they, – Triple H was like, they're all just sitting there. And, like, Sean just like, so – I guess that's what we're doing. And Triple H finally, like, stood up. He's like, fuck him. If he's not going to do business, let's do business for him. And everyone was like, what do you mean? That's Triple H was purely <laughs> yeah. like the brainchild behind everything. Yeah, he was like, he's like, well, that's what I mean. And they're like, oh, all right, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, dude, it's like, if he just would have not been selfish, he could have came back to WWE maybe mm-hmm. two years later and been just as important. And Vince McMahon said ever since that, ever since that moment when Triple H stood up and did that, and did that, Triple H was like, he's had my respect ever since. And he's like... Like Vince, like sitting there, is like, you know what? That just won you a world title in a couple of years. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole, <laughs> yeah, you know, the whole uh, click thing at Garden. Yeah, forget about it. Never it, happened. It seriously, it was. It was kind of like a moment where Vince was like, "Wow, I can trust him." Like, and I would do the same thing. I'd be like, "All right, you just earned my trust forever." Like, right. Right. Anyway. All right. Hold on. All right, what's your what's your last match of the week? My last match of the week, God, I, I picked out I picked two big ones off the bat. Uh, it's got to be the TLC TLC match with Dudley's Hardys and uh, Edge and Christian. Yeah, so that's what I was gonna say when I was like, um, when I was like, this is probably my favorite Edge match, and I realized I was like, oh yeah, wait, no, he was in all those ladder matches and shit. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that match from uh, fuck what was, was it? seventeen? No, yeah, that was seventeen. Are you talking about the one from uh, the, the 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 spear off the titles? Yeah, that's seventeen. Seven, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, fuck. See, I, I like mean, the other one better. Do you? Yeah, I like the one from sixteen better. Just the triangle ladder match. It was basically mm, a yeah. TLC match because they brought in tables. I don't think they used chairs in it, but but like right, it's basically a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Yeah, it's true. It was. Yeah, that match still. I mean, both of them are still fucking. I mean, they're just in, they, you know stand on their own. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, seventeen was just like uh, that. Might have been like the first match where like my hand was just, my hands were just on my head like the whole time. Just oh, like yeah. what in the fuck am I like? I'm about to witness a death, and I, it I seems like nobody. It seems it seems like nobody cares. <laughs> it seems like nobody cares. <laughs> But uh, I had that reaction uh, when I watched that ladder match with Edge and Christian on uh, 
like for the Terry Reynolds Invitational Tournament, wherever it was. That's the one that like, I had my hand on my head like the whole time. Which, I was just like, which which match? Like the first time, like they had that ladder match against each other, like at No Mercy in like '99. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. fuck! Like if you watch that match now, like that match is so fast paced. Like they don't slow down at all. There's no breaks in that match. Like it's no. quick too. They yeah. do their spots and they get out, and I'm like, it's kind of, I'm okay with it because it like it worked. Yeah. That's what that made Edge and Christian. And fucking, the Hardys. That's just fucking. I can't imagine doing any of that stuff. Ever. Like, to have the balls to do that. When I was no. younger, I had the balls to do it. Now I'm just like, I don't want to fuck up my leg. I don't want to fuck up my knee anymore. Like, Yeah, and it's crazy because they were like, oh, I mean, I guess they were a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. Like, two years younger. They were like 26 doing it. But even then, it's like. I don't want to fucking, I don't want to do that at all. I don't even want to hop a fence. Dude, we've gotten so old. My knees are like, my right knee is so fucked up. And I'm like, I've been like running yeah. around. I've been kind of, I've been doing jogging. I've been jogging again lately. Because <laughs> like, I've been asked to play soccer again. And I'm like, fuck, I haven't played soccer in three years. Like, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't ran outside and... <laughs> I haven't, I haven't ran to my mailbox to get my mail in fucking months. Right. Like, I'm like, my cardio is probably not that great. Let me get back into, like, some shape again. Let me work on my cardio yeah. before I start <laughs> playing soccer again. And I, I'm i not going to lie. I want to play hockey again, too. Like, I miss playing oh, hockey yeah. and soccer. But I haven't played hockey in, like, a year. I haven't played <sighs> soccer in three. Like, I'm going to be Jesus. a little fucking rusty. Like, Yeah, you might uh, short shifts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, can you imagine me right now in one of those matches? Like, I'd be pooping everywhere. <laughs> Just be CM Punk and tweet, poop isn't fun it'd be anymore. A, be a TLC P match. I'm surprised you Tables. haven't tweeted, poop isn't fun anymore. <laughs> Is that what Punk said? Yeah, because he pooped himself in one of the matches because he had that staph infection. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be me. That'd be my gimmick. Ugh. I actually, actually, people don't know this about me. I actually, uh, my debut was when, uh, when, uh, the Nexus guy or, uh, the spirit squad got pooped on. That was me. (laughs) 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 You should have brought that up to Ziggler at the thing. Been like, Hey, do you think it was bad that you got pooped on on stage? Let me tell you about my buddy, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, what uh, what's your what's your third match? What's your main event? I already did it. Did you? Yeah, the Iron Man match. Oh yeah, I went first. Uh, oh, yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't count. Um, well, but all right I, then. I wish like if WWE Network wants to take advantage of something and be kind of like the first to do this, they need to do like custom playlists so that you can share with your friends of just matches. Ooh. Yeah, like a Spotify. Yeah, but with matches, you're like, dude, look, watch this playlist. Like, you just tweet them, or just like send them an email. I know, I'm full of. I want a patented idea. I want my money. Fuck off. I'm going to uh, AEW. Hey, and while you're doing that, tell them to fucking make their search better on like when you try to fucking watch uh when you try to search for shit, like, on the network, like, if you're using, like, PlayStation or something, you it's fucking the... Excuse me. It's, uh... It's so... Got, like, 
it's so difficult. You have to like, if you want to pick Mania for the pay per view, you have to like scroll all the way over to Mania. Yeah, yeah. Like so, just have a little, just have a little drop down queue. So, uh, company, I think just bought out like the original company that put together like the network that's like powering mm-hmm. the network. And rumor yeah. had it that there's supposed to be major like overhaul changes to the format of the network. Like it's supposed to happen this year. Like yeah, the whole thing's good. gonna gonna look different. It's gonna be more user friendly too. Thank God. That's that was like, I think that news came out a couple months ago. So I'm wondering if they're waiting to like Mania to do it. Hmm, probably. But if I'm them, I do it right now, not wait until Mania, just in case if you have some technical issues. Uh, yeah, because I remember the first uh, network experience with Mania 30. It was like everybody was like, I cannot watch this at all. See, I never had an issue with it. I had Me an and issue, Bowman did. I had an issue with uh, fucking getting the network to like to log in the very first day when it went on when it went live because it crashed their website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had an issue when the first Mania. I mean, I was like forty-five minutes behind Mania that night. It's crazy how many people actually are like subscribed to the WWE network. Yeah, I know. Remember, when everybody was gonna cancel. Oh yeah, boycott it. Yeah, we're canceling, canceling, canceling. Then the next day, WWE's like, "Hey, thank you for our one million subscribers." And I was like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> God, God damn it! <laughs> oh, it's fucking great. Right. Good stuff. But anyway, that was uh, our matches of the week. It's our first edition, WrestleMania style. I like it. I like it too. I like that idea. Maybe we'll switch it to five next week. I don't know. But we we went a little long on that, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I like. I kind of like the three. It's like a three count, you know. Yeah, I know you got your kickoff. You got your, uh, you got your mid card, and then you got your main event. Mm-hmm. And maybe, and maybe moving forward, we keep it like maybe in past matches. We can say past matches or match of the week. Matches of the week. We can talk about the matches of that week. Actually. Oh yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like. See, I like what we're cooking up. Spitball in here, you know. Well, spitball. Spitball. All right, let's get into the wrap-up for the week. Um, got a lot to talk about. Obviously, this episode's going to be a little longer because we didn't have one last week, Jim. Um, but, uh... <laughs> My bad. Did you like that little tiny tiny shot? Yeah, it was a little... It was a little, uh... It's like a dart I just shot at you. Not a bullet, so I don't want to hurt you too bad, but... little referee-not-looking thing, but whatever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, obviously this one's going to be a little longer. Uh, we'll start with Fast Lane. We'll work our way through uh, Raw and SmackDown after that. Um, but with Fast Lane, what do you think? What do you think overall? Uh, not bad at all. I mean, I don't think it was like perfect. I mean, there were some things that obviously you know you could critique, but uh, for a Fast Lane, this was probably the best Fast Lane they've had. I agree. I I would say I like, think it um, easily is the best Fast Lane I've watched. Like I know we were kind of like, oh god, it's so stupid of a pay per view, and I still kind of think it is to have in between. I agree. Um, Chamber and. Mania. It just puts a damper I, on the build of Mania. Yeah, it does. But I think they did a pretty good job making the card interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wasn't like, I wasn't too upset with it. There was only like one or two things where I was like, why, why did you just like ruin the momentum of stuff? But for the most part, I was like, not, not too bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. The the only thing I have that I have like a like a problem with is that, um. Now I feel like a lot of the matches being built towards Mania are now going to be built within the next like 
just you only get three weeks, four weeks build when it's like you could have yeah. had a whole month, like right. And like even I mean, no, I four weeks is a whole month. You could have had a month and a half, like or like just go back to how you used to book things and start booking it in December or January, like <laughs> yeah, and slow burn it. And that's, but then as I say this, maybe the four week, three week build is good right now because the booking has been such shit lately. And I think your uh, my example of this for the slow burn has been the Becky Charlotte Ronda story. Yeah, and we'll start. We'll start fast lane. Let's start there. Let's start with that match, um, just because it wasn't a match, really. No, and, it was. Uh, uh, it was. I hated it. Yeah, I like. I don't understand. Okay, I'm over the crutches thing. That should have been done a long time ago. Like that should have yeah. been a two week thing. The crutches should have been a two week thing, and. For anybody listening to this, that's not on Becky. That's not on Becky. Like, no. that's WWE booking her to have that crutch. Like, it's stupid. I don't. I don't understand uh, it. It's fucking it's like, dumb. It's, it's like he was trying to like over push like the sympathy card for, and it's like, why are you playing a sympathy card for Becky when she's over? No shit. It's it damages her character. It damages that I'm the Stone Cold. It damages I'm the man character. Because she look now she looks like a little weak. Because like, did you ever see Stone Cold limping with a crutch? No. No. Like no. He just would power through it. That's what that's what should have been her character. She goes, I don't fucking need this, and like she should have thrown that crutch like how she did on SmackDown weeks ago. Like yeah, she should have thrown it and been like, yeah, I might be a little banged up. I'm hobbling around, but I'm, I'm gonna still kick your ass. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like what? And, and it, okay, it would have made sense had they had her just beat Charlotte. It would have made sense had they, like, have Ronda come out, punch her, and then Becky stand up, like, hobbling, and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, wait a minute, takes off the braces, she's like, it's fine, motherfucker, and just charges forward at Ronda. That's how you, it's such an easy book. Like, how, what the fuck? Like. Yeah, they, they just made her look so weak on Sunday. Yeah. And I hate the people that are like, you should be thanking Ronda because she, uh. She she got Becky into the match. I'm like, it makes no sense because like she hates Becky. She doesn't want to wrestle Becky. I, I don't like. Why would I thank Ronda for that? Like, like Becky should have been in the match anyway. Like she shouldn't have needed Ronda to do that to get her into the main event. Mm-hmm. It would have got her more over and gave her more steam going into Mania had she beaten Charlotte on one leg. Right. Because then it just would have been like, okay, well, hey, she's, you know, she can fucking fight. She fucking just beat Charlotte on one leg. And, yeah, like, I don't think it would have made Charlotte look weak. Like, I think people would look more at, wow, look at Becky. And it's still like Charlotte, Charlotte. She can still win a match at Mania. But, like, yeah, it was like Ronda came in, did a punch, and then just kind of, like, stood there. And then Becky had to, like, kind of sit there awkwardly and laugh. And I, I guess they, I think they kind of played it well Monday when Becky was like, I'm so in Ronnie's head that she just came out and fucking did that. And mm-hmm. that kind of made up for it a little bit to me, but yeah, it just, like you said, they just like, it's, they could have booked it so much more better and it just like a oh, simpler God, yeah. fa- fashion. Like what they've overcomplicated it so much. Mm-hmm. It's so, uh, it, it's so bad. It was the easiest storyline to book. And they just, have, it's like, they almost felt like they were rushed to do something. It was like, no, just keep going with what's going. Like, why are you, why are you doing all these fucking, you know, bells and whistles right now? Right. Uh, 
That's all I can say. <laughs> but yeah, I just hated the fact of like Rhonda runs down, punches her in the stomach, just looks at her and walks out when Becky just sits there and Charlotte just looks dumbfounded and it's just like that's the execution? That's yeah. that's it? Yeah, and then what you serious? You think you think they would have had Charlotte been more pissed and gotten like Rhonda's face and been like, What in the fuck did you just do that for? Yeah. You know, like why did you just make this match even harder for me? Now it's a triple threat. What what's you know, but then Charlotte just kinda like gets out of the ropes like, uh, okay. And the whole thing just felt awkward for everybody that was involved. It it totally did. It totally did. I wanna I wanna know like what was going through their heads. Like I wanna like I, this is when I wish like I was friends with like the wrestlers a little bit. Just I just want to ask them and just be like, what was going through your head when that happened? Like when they told you this is how it's going down, this is how it's going to do it, and the payoff. Like yeah. you know, Becky and Charlotte were just like, well, this is fucking stupid. Like there's no way that they went backstage and like that worked. Yeah, no way at all. No way at all. It didn't put any heat on Ronda. No, it, I mean it didn't. Didn't it's putting. It's putting the go away heat on Ronda is what it's doing, and that's not the heat you want. Yeah, it, it, it was. It was just awkward. It was like, really that that yeah. was your big thing to get Becky into the match? Like, what? Why are they having Ronda cut promos? She just needs to come out, beat ass, and leave. She just yeah. needs to be a heel and just like kill everybody in like the women's division right now. That's all she needs to do. Don't say a word. Just go out there and beat their ass. And guess Dude, what? It's, it, she might get over. Like, it's, and, uh, like she's already it, over, but she might be fucking huge. Like, again. It's like what they should have done with Roman. They should have kept the mic out of his hand as much yep. as possible and let him just beat ass day in and day out. Yep. It's all they had to do. Yep. And it's like I'm tired of her, like, fucking Dr. Seuss-like fucking promos and, like, her weird, like, analogies and stuff. It's Did like... You- did you like the video I made? Yeah, I did. Slow down. It's just I'm like own you at WrestleMania. Oh. And the people are like, "Oh yeah, Becky's fucking promos are all the same. They're fucking stale." Blah blah. I'm like, yes and no. I'm like, she like at least puts some like, she throws in different like tones and like stuff to her promos. Ronda's just like, I I don't know, like just reading like a fight script. Yeah, totally. Totally. It's is. like the same thing like and i can do this and that the second of this i could i could break you and i'm here and this is your place of worship what 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 are you talking about are you are are you fucking are you are you in the ministry of darkness (laughs) right (laughs) like uh i don't like it made me kind of like are uh, you the higher uh, power yeah i was like I think you tweeted it out. You were like, is it like, I don't know if I hate Rhonda because of her promos or if I'm just like starting to hate Rhonda. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Is she a douche? No, like, am I starting to hate Rhonda because it's working as a heel or like, because I don't want her to win or am I hating Rhonda because of her promos? That's, that's yeah. Like, yeah, I, I felt like the exact same way. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I hate her. She, she's being a good heel or I'm just like, you're just kind of being a loser. And like this whole, like, wrestling's fake bullshit like i get like obviously this and if anybody wants to f- come at me on this it's a work it's not real like that's that wwe is telling her to do this shit there's no way that vince is gonna be like like let her get away with that if it wasn't a work you know what i mean like there's no oh, yeah. way 
no yeah. fucking way that that's like a shoot. There's no way. No, I think someone finally was like, hey, Vince, you need to pull the trigger on her just being like, can you hear that beep? No. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. Jim? Uh oh. We lost Jim. Hold on. Hey, hey, we got we got you back. We got you back. We got me back. You lost me back. for a sec. You're there. Uh I'm rattled now. Uh I don't even remember what we were talking about. Uh you were, you were talking about oh, 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 oh. Uh I think I was saying maybe I already made this point. But like somebody in creative was like, we need to just like because you're talking about how it's like, yeah, WWE's telling her to do that stuff. Because somebody's probably like, hey, Vince, like, you need to just pull the trigger on let her be, like, the UFC heel and, like, how she doesn't give a fuck about, like, the scripted stuff. Like, obviously, she didn't come up with that. Or she's doing it on her own. Right. There's no way. There were probably people with, like, uh, you know, like, signs that had everything written on it behind the camera. You know, like, mm-hmm. when you do, like, a talk show and they have the uh, cue cards. Yeah. She probably had those. But they probably they probably used a lot of them because they probably had to put like three words on each one so she would slow down. Right. Slow down. Slow oh. down. Oh, okay. Uh, uh. Right. Well, anyway, moving on from that because we'll get into a little more of that when we get in the Raw and SmackDown, I'm assuming. But uh, or just fuck it. Let's just hit on it. Just be like, I mean, we basically hit on everything. Like. Ronda cut a promo. I mean, because, like, the Becky Charlotte promo was just kind of like, eh. That's the only thing I was just kind of like, eh, about on SmackDown. Yeah. Like, they totally killed this story. They, WWE has killed this story, and I have, like, lost interest in it. However, I still hope they main event WrestleMania. So do I. I, I kind of lost interest when they threw Charlotte in there. I was like, really? Yeah. Really? Like, I would have been fine with the Charlotte Oscar 2 at Mania. I was actually okay with it with the when they had Vince do it. I was like, okay, all right, I'm still in the story. I like this because it's like people are pissed off now. But the execution of getting Becky back in the match has been pure shit. Yeah, it's been horrible. Yeah, and it's like that's like such an easy fix. Like, Well, like I said, it's like they were trying to pull like the big sympathy card for it. And it's like nobody wants the sympathy for like nobody wants to see that like her get in that way they want to see her like start just beating ass and raising hell and at first it looked to like get back in the we doing. and then all of a sudden like nope yeah it it all started with like the whole like apologizing thing yeah. it was like why why are they tr- it's like they were trying to like change all of their characters in like a short time before mania it's like it was, it was. It was like what are you what are you doing yeah why are you doing that? Right. I totally, why I totally you try, agree. Like, why are you trying to restart the story? I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving on. Oh, by the way, Dana Brooke, keep your head tucked. And Rhonda, also, yeah, you need to grab her head and hold her neck when you're doing that move and not her arm. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah, like, that was bad. That was bad on both of them. Like, that was really bad. Yeah. Dana Brooke, Dana Brooke is legit lucky that she didn't break her neck on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, my Ugh. stomach dropped when I was watching. Same. That on I didn't even know. I didn't even notice it until I saw like the GIF or something on uh, the clip on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that was not. Ugh. It probably yeah. made you go poop. It did. <laughs> it did. Oh, stomach dropped. Oh shit! All right, bye. Oh, thanks, thanks, Dana. <laughs> 
All right, uh, moving on. I just want to quickly touch on this one. I don't want to stick on these matches, but uh, women's tag team match, Boston Hug versus Nia Jax Tamina and Asuka Mandy. Asuka Mandy was okay, but I think it was kind of predictable, and I think the same can be said for the women's tag team match. Um, those are just two predictable matches, and those yeah. were the only two matches on Fastlane aside from Becky and Charlotte where I was just like, uh, not a good pay-per-view for the women's matches on Sunday. No, not at all. And, and I don't think that is I don't think that's against them. I think it's, it's just not. the way Yeah. It's not and it's kinda like the women's matches in a way on Fastlane kinda summed up Fastlane in years previous for the whole pay per view of like we know what's gonna happen, it's predictable, but like the execution's not there. And that was Fastlane for the last three years before this. Yeah, neither neither Wow, I just had ass mouth. Uh None of those matches really, like, brought... They didn't really tell a story too much to lead into, like, what could happen at Mania. It was just right. kind of like, here's a here's a match and have it. Right. And with Asuka, are they going triple threat also? With... I think at Mania this year, I think we're going to see a lot of multi-man matches. And so do I. Women matches. And I think so, too. I'm not necessarily against that, but I kind of don't like when it's overdone like this because it's like hey we got to get everybody on the card at mania it's like no just give us a good fucking card like mm-hmm. give us good stories like yeah i don't know that's just my I, take I, on I, it i understand like it's the highest payday to be on mania so uh, i i agree but um like with the oscar it's like I, they have to be going towards that right I would think so, which I'm for. I would have Asuka win, and then I'd have Mandy get somehow, you know, Mandy and uh, Sonya, um, Sonya like screw each other over. Some somebody, one of them screws the other over, and then have them go into a feud. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's what I would do. Yeah. There's no reason for Asuka to lose at Mania. I don't think. Um, is especially it bad? If they... Is it bad that I see her match on the pre-show? Hmm, no. I actually I wouldn't be. I actually wouldn't be surprised. I do. I completely see Oscar's match on the pre-show this year, and she's the women's champion of SmackDown. Yeah, which is if I was her, I'd be so disrespected. Oh fuck yeah! I'd be like, fuck you guys. I'm going to AEW. No shit. Um, like yeah. And the uh, women's tag team match. I'm kind of over those tag titles. This is kind of like my point when I was talking about earlier. I was like. There's not enough teams to make me care, and they even have to go down the NXT to like, you know, get to keep the story going because there's not enough teams. Yeah, and, and that's not a dig really... against, and like you said, it's not a dig against the performers. This is a dig at WWE deciding to do this when there's no women's tag teams. Like, there's two or three. Like, yeah, I just don't think they did a good job. Like, they haven't done a good job after they won the titles of like putting Sasha and Bailey like in any anything special they got them going against Tamina and Nia who like don't do anything right like I'm not I'm uh, not sold on it because if I was them like I would have I don't think Tamina and Nia have done anything to make themselves look like dangerous I mean fuck they've lost the last two weeks didn't they they're like Braun Strowman they keep losing what's what's the point yeah it's like if anything I would have had them like pissed off and beating the shit out of Bailey and Sasha every week. And what's going on with Strowman? To Stro- build up. <laughs> like, yeah, Strowman's just in a feud with Colin Jost now. Yeah. Which I'm actually not necessarily against. I've actually been kind of entertained. 
I kind of, I'm, I'm all for it a little I, bit. Actually, yeah. I, Colin just being like, yeah, walk away. I pop. <laughs> yeah, so did I. Because it's just like little, like, dumb old, like, wrestling humor of the guy that's like, isn't right. this stuff fake? Like, that guy, and you're just like, all right, I like it. And he plays it well, because he's got yes. that arrogant-looking face. He's like, hey, I banged Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> oh, God. That guy deserves everything. That's, I know. <laughs> that's uh, like, I saw a couple tweets on Twitter, and they were like, like, Colin Jost, he's like, people, are, somebody was making fun of him for the way he looks. I'm like, well, obviously Scarlett Johansson didn't think he's ugly. Or like, they like, <laughs> looking. Yeah, so, shut up. Shut up. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like, they're just not doing it. They haven't done a very good job with those titles. Like you said, they don't have enough teams where it's like, mm-hmm. you can do anything with, so, well, yeah, I don't know. The promos have not been good. No, they haven't. Not like, I, like all around. Like, I don't even think like Sasha and Bailey's promos have been that great. It's just kind of been like the whole like we've been waiting our whole lives for this, mm-hmm. blah blah. But I think their promos would be better if they just would have Nia yep. and Tamina just beating the shit out of them every week. Just like, all right, we're up against these two monsters that could kill us at Mania. Or and then, uh, you should have just gotten these fucking titles at Evolution and then fucking build towards like Bailey or Sasha turning on one another and then you have their WrestleMania match finally that everybody's just waiting for. Yeah. Everybody's waiting for like them to wrestle each other like again. Like that's what yeah. everybody wants to see. Everybody wants to see these two wrestle each other again. <clears throat> yeah. Or whatever. So I don't know. I mean they're relatively new, so I mean we have we have to think of it that way too. It's mm-hmm. like Maybe we're asking for a lot right away, but it's like they should have known this. You know, mm-hmm. You're putting new titles on two months before Mania. You better have something planned. Right. And I did like the Iconics promo on SmackDown. They're fucking hilarious. Now, oh, they're like, so funny. Like their little like iconic pose that they do at the end of every promo. Like I laugh at it every time because like they're like they're not being good. serious and it's great. Like it's working. No, they're like the female Legend Christian. They're just two complete goofy dumb heels. Yeah, they really are. And I fucking like, love it. And some people I don't think are some people are like taking them like too seriously. And it's like no, let them. This gimmick's working. Like it's hilarious. Like yeah, and they're not bad wrestlers. I mean, they're not like the Peyton's best, but they're okay. not. You know, Peyton's okay. Billy is pretty bad. Like I like Billy Kay, but like she her gimmick is good enough to where it works. Like she's not yeah. a good wrestler, like at all. No. I can watch their match though. Like they yeah. can, they're not bad at like selling to make you be like, I fucking hate these people. So right. they're doing. I think I think they do their job out there in the ring. So right. Um, yeah. All right. Moving on. Let's go to that kickoff show match that was fucking awesome. By the way, uh, New Day versus uh, Rusev and Nakamura. Um, I kind of like Rusev and Naka as a team. I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah, not uh not too shabby. Because uh, Rusev, but as I say that, I'm going to go to Lana on this. Uh, Lana needs to, like, just, somebody needs to take her Twitter away for a little bit. Like, Oh, God, yes, please. Like, she's kind of annoying. It's very annoying. And, like, it's kind of making me, like, not like Rusev a little bit. Because Rusev, uh, of course, he's sticking up for her, which she should. He's her husband. And, right. But, like... It's making me like kind of not like them because they're like, why not me? Why not me? We're not getting anything. Me, 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 me. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. Red Heart, it, like chill, right. like yeah, okay, Nia Jax, like make the most of it again. Get over again, like yeah, don't give up, right. And it's kind of like 
they kind of give it like they don't do Rusev. Have they said Rusev Day lately? No, I don't think at all. I think they like gave up on that train. I think fucking I, I think they fucking took the goddamn rockets off Rusev. Yeah, which is kind of unfair. Oh yeah, I mean, th- I bet you uh, how many people have probably forgotten that Rusev wrestled AJ Styles for the WWE Championship last summer. Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, how many people <laughs> forgot that Bray Wyatt's a WWE champion? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, but their match. Their match was good in the kickoff show, and I think the SmackDown tag titles, I think we're going towards another multi-man tag match like last year's WrestleMania. And unfortunately, again, I see this one on the kickoff show. Yeah, I don't... I don't know why either. Like, I like the SmackDown tag division. The SmackDown tag division's awesome compared to Raw. Raw's yeah. Raw's has gotten interesting though. I'm not gonna lie. They it's pi- it's picking up a bit, but and it's, it hasn't had the same steam as SmackDown. Yeah, no, we'll get in, we'll get into Raw's here in a second. But SmackDown's tag division is very good. But then on SmackDown, the Usos, I think they said like, who we wrestling at WrestleMania, and wasn't like they had all the four tag teams then wasn't there like an eight-man tag match to like start smackdown off and then new day mm. ran down just beat up like everybody basically yeah because they were pissed off it was hype yeah it was hype that crowd was going nuts too yeah um but yeah i mean we'll see what happens there let's get into let's fuck it let's get into that raw tag team titles um that triple threat revival alistair black and ricochet versus bobby Roode and chad gable I liked the match. I liked so the match I. a lot. Um, and that ending to me, oh, yeah. the ending of that match to me completely brought my interest like at 100% into the story now. Like, Same. It kind of got everybody over. It did. It I really think like, did. a little bit. Like Everybody kind of had their little spot there. And the revival is finally getting into their own of how they Y'all used was about to be to say that. in NXT. The revival are, to say that they're finally like I guess Vince is finally re- realizing like oh these guys are assholes like and people really don't like them so yeah it's great it. yeah like it's it's working again like yeah it's like duh Vince go back to what they were doing before they got injured mm-hmm. dumbass no shit and it's working Jesus like yeah they are actually like they're making me believe that they're good tag team champions now because when they first won and they kept losing I'm like what the fuck like are they just gonna lose the titles really quickly. Yeah, I was like, this is dumb. This is dumb. But then, now, that ending totally brought my interest into this. And, like, I love it, dude. And, like, I think we're going to see Ricochet and Aleister Black fucking uh, wrestle for two tag... Oh, spoiler. Uh, <clears throat> um, well, I think we're going to see them wrestle for the Raw tag titles at uh, <laughs> at uh, WrestleMania. I think so, too. Which I'm all for. Yeah, and, like... I like how they go from both show to show. I like how they're on both shows, but now I think it's to the point where it's like, okay, just leave them on Raw. They SmackDown yeah. doesn't need them anymore. No, yeah, SmackDown has enough. You don't need to just put them put them on Raw because they're just going to help that division so much. On, they already have. Yeah, put them on Raw and continue this story right now because I love this story. Yeah, and I'm kind of, I, I don't think I don't know if I'm over. I'm just like still not so bought into Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Well, it's because they're they're singles wrestlers. Like, yeah, well, either that or they, they need to go like full heel with them. Like I want yeah. to see Chad Gable as a heel. Yeah, bring back. He needs to bring back his towel gimmick. I don't care what anybody says. 
Mm-hmm. He needs to bring back. Everybody loved him because of that ready, willing, and Gable shit, and he like hasn't done it since they called him up. It's like that's why everybody liked him because he was goofy. Like, yeah, I. Uh... And Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode is just a fucking heel. Like he's not a babyface. Like he's a heel. You hate him. Like, like yeah, his whole career he's been a heel. Like. I don't yeah, it's, it just doesn't make uh, any sense. Hold on, I'm about to do a uh, switch the room here. You got me? Yep. Oh, wait, hold on. Do I get you, though? That is the question. Do you? Do you? Do I have... Can you hold hear on. me? Hold on. Oh, oh, stall, stall. Yep, stall. can you hear me? Marty Stall, Eric Stall. You there? You good? I'm in. I'm in. This is where we keep our technical difficulties in the show. We're not like WWE. We embrace our botches. Yeah, we're authentic. You're you're a little quieter now, though. I will say that. Am I? A little bit. How about now? Good. All right, cool. So, yeah, anyway, I'm fully invested. I hope they continue. Like, the way this story's just been consistent now, all of a sudden. Like, in the last three weeks, three or four weeks, this story has been the most consistent. Yeah. uh, I think it just has a lot to do with Ricochet and fucking Aleister Black. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is kind of crazy to think, but if if I'm booking this, I have them win at WrestleMania, win the tag titles, and then the next night on Raw, lose the titles, and then have them go single. Like maybe one of them turn on each other or something. Because I could see Alistair Black as a heel, and I could see him just being a bad fucking dude as a heel. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah, what. But- I- I that would too, do that. That too quick a flip flopping. I do it just because like it's the night after WrestleMania. Why not? And then you just go into the story of like Aleister Black being like, "I'm a singles wrestler. Like I'm not in this for, as a tag team or whatever." Mm. Yeah. Like I used basically the story could just be like I used Ricochet to like like get Game. these titles or whatever, or like get on the main roster a little bit or something like that. Like we, I used you like. It's like I never wanted to be your team, but I stuck with it just so I could have this spot. I like it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like oh wait, I did that. Could I? Could I write the show? Yeah, whatever. Uh, let's move on to. God damn, there's so many matches. There's ten fucking matches at Fastlane. Jesus. Uh, let's move on to the Usos versus Miz and Shane McMahon. Another fantastic match between these two teams, and like. Who would have thought like Shane Miz would just put on grade A matches against the Usos? Like, they just never got the- in a million years would I thought that. Because they're both dads. Yeah, they're both dads. The dad bods versus the Usos, even though Shane McMahon's a little ripped. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. All right, so the match was good. How about the, uh, well, first off, Miz doing a frog splash, which looked pretty good. <laughs> Never seen him do a frog splash before. You thought it looked good? What? Are you being sarcastic? I thought he looked good in the air until he landed. <laughs> uh, it, I, <laughs> I gotta disagree with you. I, I just did. I <laughs> just it looked, so, it looked it looked like Miz. Yeah. I, okay. I agree with you in that. There's a picture of him doing it though, and the picture looks great. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it that way. It looks. Awesome. No pun intended. 
but yeah, it, yeah, it was a total miss frog splash. But uh, when uh, the Usos or who was it? One of the Usos and Shane were just like, "You gonna jump on him?" He's like, "No." Shane's like, "I'm gonna kick you if you try and jump on him." Like, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Did that spot? I was like, "Holy fuck!" And Shane got him in the balls. By the way. Yeah, wherever he got him was not good. Yeah, because the Uso is just like mother. Because if you watch the replay, Shane's like left foot, I think it was, goes directly into his balls. Like, yeah, uh, dude, I didn't know what was going to happen at that spot. Neither did I. I. I was so, I was so confused. I thought they were going to like crisscross each other. I I or, thought so too. I th- or something. I thought they were totally, like you said, I thought they were totally going to crisscross. And then all of a sudden they just connected. Like, holy shit. Like, you know what it looked like? It looked like something you do with like your action figures. Yeah. Like it legit does. Like, oh, okay, he's going to come across. And then you just throw them at each other in the air and see what happens. And it looks like two little kids on a trampoline, like trying to do wrestling moves. And you're like, you're taking turns when you think your turn's up, but it's not. And then you jump and hit him in the air. Like, I thought it was my turn. Oh, no, man. I wanted the double bounce. <laughs> you're lucky it didn't get hurt. Yeah, uh, that spot was awesome, though. Yeah, that was. It was cool. But the big story, I said this to you. I said this to you two weeks ago on the wrap-up, actually. I said, what if Shane's the one that turns? Sure enough. And God damn it, he did. And I love fucking heel Shane is the best. Oh, I, I, it was funny. Like, you, me, and Bowman all, like, Bowman texted me and you texted me at the same time. We're like, fuck yes, heal Shane. And I was like, yeah, I know, heal fucking Shane. And our good pal David from California, he was like, just make him, he's been wanting Shane to be heel ever since Shane came back because he's like a, he's a big Shane McMahon mark. He always has been just because yeah. Shane did crazy shit. Right. But he's like, Shane is so much better as a heel. Like, he's always, like, he's always just been wanting to be heel. And right when he turned heel, I just got a text message from him. He goes, fucking finally. I'm like, yeah, there it is. There it is for you. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just perfect. I mean, we've had, like, kind of good, nice Shane McMahon for a while. And I think it's kind of like, eh, well, you know. Dude, he looks evil, too. And the way, when he fucking attacks him, that crowd pop was amazing. Like, oh, yeah. That crowd was great for that moment. Because overall, the crowd throughout the rest of the show was like up and down. Like, they were kind of 50-50. But for right. that moment, they popped so well. And when he grabs Miz's dad's face. Like a little kid. Yeah. Mr. Mizanin. Oh, man. Oh. I love Mr. Mizanin. His dad. What's his dad's name? I forget his dad's name. Uh, Mr. Miz. Mr. Whatever. Yeah, Mr. Miz. But, like, I love his dad. I hope his dad just becomes Miz's manager. He's like, hi, I'm Miz's father. Yeah, just like kind of awkwardly strolls around with him. Yeah, just like how he did on that interview when like he was interviewing wrestlers at the Hall of Fame ceremony like a couple of years ago. <laughs> it's like hi, oh, it's George. Hi, it's Miss um, Fowler, George George Mizanin. Um, I think his name is George. I could be making that up, but uh, uh I just love when uh Randy Orton's like, "Who's this guy?" Like Orton didn't know who he was, <laughs> <laughs> and then like. Ziggler and Ryder are cracking up when they saw him because they're like really good friends and fucking Miz is like dad what are you doing what are you doing here and Maurice is in the background just like oh my god I can't believe they gave him a mic <laughs> they didn't tell Miz that he was doing it <laughs> love it love it but uh what makes me love the seal turn the most is on Smackdown when he grabs Greg Hamilton's face he's like say it again and he just kept saying like say it again that made me mad. It was awesome, dude. I I popped for that. Like, yes, yes, we're getting like mega heel Shane. I love it. 
someone grabbed my face like that, I would just snap. Dude, he looked like he looks like a fucking heel. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, it's heel Shane McMahon. It's just he's so good. He's uh, he's just like this arrogant, cocky fucker. You know what I want to see at WrestleMania between these two? Uh, I I want to see Miz and Shane. Miz is getting ready to win the match, and then hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, so at WrestleMania, right when Miz is getting ready to win the match or something, I just want to see. I just want this to go off. Get that Mean Street Posse out there. Does this run down? That would be awesome. Yeah, it would. And then, like, maybe the B team runs down and helps out Miz. Ooh. And the Miz Tourage is back. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Book it, WWE. And then you um, could just go with the Miz Tourage versus the Mean Street Posse and Shane. I like it. Even though I don't know what the Mean Street Posse is doing, I think maybe Pete Gas would be the only one that would be okay to do it, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever. It's, you know, it would just be lot- hilarious if the Mean Street Posse like, ran down. It would be fucking hilarious. You recreate Triple H and Sting with, yeah, with I them. Was just... You there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Right. No, yeah, I, said, I said I was just thinking that. God, that would be awesome. Oh, God, that would be so good. I love it. Yeah, man, heel Shane, I love it. And you got all the McMahons as heels now, which is great. That's how it should be. Yeah, that's how it should always be forever. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. Yeah. So, good Ple- stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. I like. It. Finally, finally, we get to heel Shane. Should have happened. Actually, this is the one I'm okay with, like happening this late to Mania, because it makes you kind of think like maybe it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's fucking. It continues the story. Yeah. Exactly. So, I'm all for it. I'm all for it, too. All right. Moving on. Moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. Let's get to that fatal four-way United States Championship match that was added to Fastlane that originally wasn't on the card, and I love that they added it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you were like, you thought uh, Mysterio, or uh, who did you think was going to be on the pre-show? Uh, Mysterio and, An- and Andrade were on the pre-show, and then yep. they changed it during the pre-show. The pre-show was actually awesome because it actually meant something. Yeah. Like, shit actually happened on the pre-show. Yeah, it was like, yeah, like the things that were going on backstage and stuff, too. You were like, oh, shit, I'm glad I fucking watched this. Mm-hmm. Now I know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. I was like, holy shit, meaningful stuff. Like, they sent Kofi backstage during the pre-show. Yeah. I like um, it. Yeah, but that, uh, yeah, that Fatal 4-Way just... I, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. Um, it was a good match, man. That was my second favorite match of the night. They just, all four competitors tore the fucking house down. Yeah, I mean, you still got Ray Ray just doing his thing, and mm-hmm. it's like, how is this guy still doing stuff? And, uh, and of course, you got to, you know, Samoa Joe wins. Thank God. Yeah, no doubt. But, and I love our truth just being like, that's my title. <laughs> like, what are you doing with my, bi- what are you doing with my title? <laughs> I fucking love our truth, man. I, so do I. I see no reason to like cut that guy's TV time. No shit. Like, and he's a pretty damn good wrestler still. Like, except when he was doing the. Uh, oh shit! Wait, was that this week or was it or was it Fastlane? What? When he was doing the uh, like the scissor kicks, but he couldn't really do them that well. 
Was it was it SmackDown? Was, was it at Fastlane? I can't remember. I don't think so. I don't think it was at Fastlane because I don't remember anybody like I don't remember thinking that at Fastlane if any if that happened. He was trying to do like the Booker T uh, like scissor kicks. I think that was Fastlane. Maybe I'm wrong. Where he spins? Because he's done that for years. Where the guy bends over and he goes off the ropes? Yeah. Archie's done that for years. I haven't seen him do it yet. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just an idiot. I'm pretty sure he's done it for years. Huh. Well, no, either way, it looks kind of... It, it looks, looked very R-Truth-ish. And, it was, <laughs> and then he did the five-knuckle shuffle, and I was like, just <laughs> completely lost my shit. <laughs> my childhood hero, John Cena, even though R-Truth is 47 years old and John Cena is 41. Uh, that's cheap humor <laughs> but uh Andrande man that's for so right now it seems like Wrestlemania for Samoa Joe is totally I think it's totally going to be Mysterio and Joe at Wrestlemania you think so? I do I would much rather see the finale between Mysterio and Andrande at Wrestlemania so would I that would be like two out of three falls or something. Like, yeah, they had a two out of three falls match already, didn't they? Mm, yes. Did they it, had on, SmackDown. but it it ended in a disqualification, didn't it? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, just redo that match at Mania. God yeah. damn, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think uh, Smojo's match will be on the the pre-show? <sighs> I hope not. I think if. I don't know. I think it depends on... You can't put all SmackDown matches on the pre-show. No, you can't. And I think both Battle Royals will be on the pre-show. That's like your saving grace for these pre-shows is you're limited to the amount of time. And I think they did they did the two Battle Royals and the Cruiserweight title last year, right? And the kickoff show? Or was yeah. there another match? Mm, Which, no. The Cruiserweight title should be on the main show. That's We'll probably never see that happen, except for the Survivor Series. Yeah. But, yeah, I hope not. Let's hope it's on the main route. Let's hope it's on the main show. So do I. Um, Next match. Oh, we got that. Ha- yeah, I forgot the handicap match. Barr versus uh, Kofi Kingston. I'm kind of happy like they did it this way. Because there's builders getting that sympathy behind Kofi, man. Yeah, Bowman was not happy about that. <laughs> Bowman was so mad. What are this is stupid. Bowman does like, realize that they, we're going to get that payoff at WrestleMania, right? I I think so, but I I don't I don't know. He's an idiot. I was like, <laughs> dude, like listen to this crowd. Like they're heated. He's like, yeah, dude, because it sucks and stupid. I'm like, exactly. They're like angry because it's like, why do they keep doing this to Kofi? Like, that's, come on, that's serious? The point. That's the story. There's bad like, guys and good guys. Like, you're sold. You're bought in. Yeah, exactly. He's like, this is stupid. They shouldn't even have this. Just have him win. I'm like, we want him to win at Mania. He's like, just have him win now. Coming like, from the guy whose favorite movie is Logan, and he dies at the end of the movie. Spoiler alert. Sorry <laughs> for people who haven't who hasn't seen it. Like, Logan doesn't win. Maybe that's why Bowman wants it to happen now because he's like, you know, he could die at Mania, so <laughs> he won't get to see the finale. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Yeah. But, yep. uh, let's let's get into the Kofi nude. Let's get into that. That'll be the last thing we talk about on the show today. I mean, we're hitting everything else. But uh, let's get into uh, Brian, Kevin Owens, Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali added to this match. He got no reaction, but that's all right. He's still a great performer. Um, this match was my favorite match of the night. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was just a fucking war, and they beat the ever-living shit out of each other for like 20 minutes. Yeah. It was just like nonstop, just like ass kicking. It was. And that bump that Mustafa Ali took off the top rope to the barricade was dope. Fucking Kevin Owens is lucky that he didn't decapitate his fucking head. Like, oh my God, dude. Yeah. When I saw him like overgo and I was like, oh my God, he's going to just knock himself out. Yeah. I think we, I think you texted inches from that table. Yeah, I was like, "What?" I was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, it reminded me of when uh, that happened to somebody. Where they hit the table? Yeah, was it Benoit? You talking about when Benoit did the suicide dive and like Booker T kind of like he hit Booker, but like Booker like didn't like catch him, and Benoit's like lower back like smacks into the table. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. It was yeah, it was insane. Like, you wonder why Benoit had so many fucking like issues with his brain and his body. I mean, look at the fucking bumps he's taken. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that's why I thought like with KO, I was like, oh my God, like he's about to, like you said, I'm like, oh, there, there goes his head. Yeah, he's oh out. My God. Like, oh my God. It's nuts. Thank God he didn't. Like, fucking thank God he's all right. Yeah. Uh, so. Hell of a match. Brian's chest was just bright red again, like from those chops. Somebody tweeted, <laughs> why does it take Brian like five minutes before his chest is just completely just... <laughs> Right. What happens, happens when you only eat salad. <laughs> and uh, somebody else tweeted, uh, they're like, yeah, wrestling's fake, right? And they just tweet out a picture of Brian's chest. Yeah. Oof. But that fucking flying knee at the end of that match, man, he's fucking just smokes Mustafa Ali with that knee. Dude, I oh my. That hat, like, I jumped out of my bed, and I wasn't even able to move. <laughs> I yeah, was like, dude. move, and I, like, that sprung out of my bed. I was like, oh my god. What I, a- I yelled out, holy shit, and woke up Katie next to me. And she's like, what? I'm like, watch. Just watch. And she's like, holy shit. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. That like woke her up. Like, That was such a sketchy spot. It was. It was such a sketchy spot. But I've been right. saying that about the past like, month. I'm like, he just keeps doing sketchier and sketchier things. I'm just like, what? hey, stop. He's Knock get- it off. He's, get- he's getting more confident. Knock it off. Knock it off. I could off. Daniel. I feel like he has the mentality of like Kurt Angle, where he's like, he's like, I don't know when my last match is going to be, so it's going to go balls to the walls till it happens. I mean, I love it and appreciate it, but I was like, no, Daniel, mm-hmm. bad, bad, bad Daniel, Daniel. bad Daniel, <laughs> fickle. Um, God damn, I, this right now, in my opinion, nobody touches Daniel Bryan in the terms of promo work, in ring work, and just overall character is just like. He is on another fucking level. Like you can tell when wrestlers like are hitting their stride and just the confidence in their promos and the ability of their matches and in ring work. It's fucking showing times a thousand with Daniel Bryan. Oh yeah, easily. I th- I don't think anybody can touch him. I really don't even. Th- I don't think anybody even comes close. No, he's to the, the performer that Bryan is right now. He's the best he's ever been right now. I think. Uh, he's damn near up there, dude. He's reminding me of his work on. 
from Ring of Honor. This is what this work is reminding me of because he's yeah. fucking brutal and he's like doesn't hold back and he his matches have just been a war. Like his match against fucking Styles uh not Rumble though uh was it TLC. That was just they just beat the shit out of each other. His match with Brock Lesnar, they just beat the shit out of each other. Like Dude, I'm just I love fucking love this Brian. Yeah, I want to punch him in the mouth though. Like really bad. Mhm. I think I legit hate him. Dude, he fucking did something on SmackDown that he hasn't done since Ring of Honor. And, like, somebody tweeted out somebody tweeted out a meme. You know, like, the crying meme of, like, the person, like, it's like a, uh, like a cartoon, and it's just, like, crying. He's oh, like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, it's so happy. Yeah. But it showed Brian saying, like, I have till five. He said it to the referee. And it showed <laughs> the crying meme. It's like, oh, my God. We've been waiting, like, close to ten years for this moment, and it's happened again. That's, like... He used to do that on Ring of Honor, like, all the time because he was a heel at Ring of Honor. He would do it all the time where he would hold the move and he would stand up, get in the ref's face, and goes, I have until five, and yeah. walk away. I was like, holy shit, he just did it. Like, uh, Such a prick. Such little things like that make me pop. I was like, oh, my God, American Dragon. This is American Dragon. Like, <laughs> Love it. Love you, yeah. Daniel Bryan. He's good, man. He loves it. I mean, he's... he's- He's good at what he does. I hate him. I hate him too, but in a in a good way. In a good way, I hate him. I think like I legit. It's, it's making it. It's making it work for me as a heel. I'm like, I kind of don't want to see you lose, but like, I do want to see you get beat. Like, <laughs> that makes sense. You know why? I don't think I'm being fair to him. I think why I hate him is because of the stupid ass clips that keep popping up all over my social media of total bellas, whatever, and he's fucking in the grocery store and they're buying stuff, and he's like. I thought we were going to try to stop buying some packaging. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you took a date to go pick up trash. And he was like, this is the most, I had a lot of fun. This is the most fun I've had in a while. Really, Daniel? Really? You're a wrestler. And the most fun you had was picking up trash off the beach. Shut up. Shut up. You know what? I, Good I for hope for him. Good for I, him. He's helping out in our environment. I hope, shut up. I hope somebody <laughs> ships him those, those like frozen steaks. People always get sent to them. I hope he gets like boxes of them and they're cooked. And, and I, I hope they end up in a stupid fucking celery green plant breakfast smoothie. You punk. You punk. <laughs> you fucking punk. I love you, but you fucking punk. <laughs> you little shit. You one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, you. Hope you're bad at making this now. I was going to say, I hope your kitty's at the vegan table at lunch. <laughs> and I hope some kid named a Brett comes over and pepperoni I don't know I shouldn't talk like that <laughs> about a one year old child Jesus alright well uh, moving on to the last match of Fastlane uh, one last time the Shield versus Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre this, was a, this match was just fun like this was a really fun match you said it wrong what? One, one last time. Yeah. Don't you mean one last motherfucking time? Oh yeah, one last motherfucking time. God, there, yeah. there you go. Got that us. was, jeez, bud. Got us our yeah. most liked tweet of all time. Oh god, it was. I I loved everything about that match. Dude, it was great. It was like it was the perfect like slow like. 
the crowd kept getting into it more and more every mm-hmm. every minute until everybody was standing on their feet. I noticed that. I was like, everybody's on their feet right now. Mm-hmm. This, this is incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was able to get up on my feet. My sick ass couldn't. I, I would have been. I would have been up on my feet. I would have been jumping on my bed like a seven-year-old. I was so invested. It was awesome. Like it was, it, it was, was awesome. It was a classic Shield match. Um, fun. It was just so fun. It it was so much fun. It was great. It was fun. I can't I can't just say it enough. It was just fun. Like and it was a classic Shield match. They did all the stuff that we wanted to see. Rollins even jumped off the fucking barricade in the stands. Yeah, loved it. And dude, that was a far fucking jump. Dude, I almost forgot. Like, I knew that spot was going to happen. So and did I. Was I. It, and I was like, well, what happened to Rollins? And then it was like, oh, fuck, there he is. Oh, shit. Because I, I knew it was coming, too. And I nudged Kay. I'm like, hey, where's Rollins? Where's Seth at? Where's Seth at? She's like, where's Seth at? I'm like, here, watch, here he comes. And the camera pans over, and there's Seth just flying through the air. <laughs> like, I'm such a dumb mark. I completely forgot about it. I was like, what, what, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing it was compares ever- to that time he did it to the Evolution, though, because he was oh. fucking high up that time that, he did it to Evolution. That was awesome at yeah. Ev- against Evolution. But, yeah, dude, that it just had every aspect of S.H.I.E.L.D. in that match. Mm-hmm. It was just everything you wanted. And then, I mean, I'm fucking, I, like, I just, like, I got, like, chills and, like, hyped up giddy when Rollins just lit out that one last motherfucking, because was, that was just authentic. It was authentic authentic and real and you were just like fuck yeah let's go somebody tweeted out he's like Rollins saw that Ronda clip he's like oh if she could say fuck I can say fuck like <laughs> yeah oh man yeah it was just it was yeah. just cool the curtain call at the end man yeah it was yeah. like and I tw- our tweet got like a thousand and like 700 likes something like that yeah it's crazy I took that picture from my bed in the basement and I, it looks like I'm there. <laughs> yeah, it's that was a sick picture. And hey, and uh, shout out uh, the American Nightmare Cody liked the tweet. He did. I think he wants to be our friend. I think he does too. Cody was like, "That's cool." Yeah, we'll see. This is what I like about Cody is that like Cody doesn't hide the fact that he still watches WWE. Oh no, not at all. It's great. That's what and I think. That's like the message like the Young Bucks and like him are trying to send. Like, hey, we're not trying to make you guys pick and choose. We all love wrestling. Like we all will watch it. Like, like we all watch wrestling still. Like we watch WWE still. Like, we're not saying like, don't watch it. We're just saying watch our stuff too. Like, yeah. Like, hey, we all there's you know it's it, it's like liking another sports team. It's like having two teams, or like two favorite bands. It's like, hey, you know, you can you can enjoy uh, our stuff as well while you're watching that. Yeah, you know? and and that's something I totally agree with because it's like. Um, why, like, why do we need like the fighting and arguing between people? Like, this come, this is better. I'm not gonna watch this. I'm only gonna watch this. It's like, why, why just watch fucking both? Like, who cares? Fuck. Right. Like, why, why do you? And then, I mean, I guess you, you know, it's, I guess it's kind of hard not to be like you're gonna compare shows and stuff. But at the same, like, you don't have to compare it to the fact of like, like get really deep into it or anything. It's like, yeah, you know, may, may, maybe this week that was better. You that know, show. Yeah, and comparing them, I don't think there's anything against that. But it's the it's the people that are like, I'm not watching this. I'm only sticking the one show. And the people like, I can't wait till AEW comes on so I can stop watching WWE. And it's just like, why 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 do you have to stop? Just stop watching now, then. Yeah, like 
I don't understand. I never understand understood that logic. Like, why do you have to stop? Just watch both. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. People like bashing other people for, you know, wanting for, to watch being fans of both, and it's like people are having an opinion. Finally, like, can we just like accept the fact that like something cool is happening in wrestling right now, and mm-hmm. should all just kind of like be excited and have some fun with it? Like, or like that douchebag from New York who like just if you disagree with his if you disagree with him and you have a difference of opinion with him, you never like really personally attack the guy. You're just like I disagree. I think the show is good. He'll just attack you and just be like you fucking ass, you fucking idiot, fuck 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 you. It's like, dude, you're crazy. You need like mental help. Like yeah. Like to be that angry all the time. Hey, guess what, gang? That's not healthy. That's not healthy at all to be that angry that constantly you're just asking for a heart attack if anything like and especially over like a fun wrestling show that it's like don't tweet out something that you know you want reactions from and then when you reactions you like freak out like what over an entertainment show (laughs) yeah tv show (laughs) oh god people are just dumb or the people that are like oh uh well the ratings haven't been that good so the business is obviously you know it's not there i'm like it's like the biggest it's ever been. Like, what are you talking about? Like, use use your brain a little bit more, buddy. It's like it trends. It's the number one trend, trend like worldwide every week. Like, not just in the United States, worldwide every Monday and Tuesday, and like all in AEW has sold out their show in four minutes. Fucking, there's over one billion social media followers for WWE now. That's just fucking insane. And there's like over how many millions of subscribers on the network? Like, like it just blows my mind. It blows my mind that people really think that wrestling's like not that big, or like wrestling fans, wrestling fans in general think that wrestling's not in a boom period right now. And yeah. this boom period has no sign of ever stopping. That's the fucking crazy thing. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just wild to people because they're just like, yeah, well, in the Attitude Era, it's like, well, no shit, dude. Yeah. Like. Like it's like, it, it's like you can't. Yeah, like you can compare it to that, but like, what's the point? Like, that's just you. You can compare every era to wrestling, then to that. Right. It's never you gonna compare play. hockey to '90s hockey. It's a different style of hockey now. Like, it's like it, plus, plus everything was better in the '90s anyway. So right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and like it just blows my mind. I don't, I don't understand it. I, I don't understand like the wrestling fans being like. It's not that popular right now. It's like the the non wrestling fans know how popular it is right now. Like that's what blows my. M- I think I'm just. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand it at all. It's just idiots being idiots. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, the WWE is worth like ninety dollars in the stock market, which is rounds out to be about nine billion dollars as a company. But whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, that's not that big. But like. In the 90s, I think in the Attitude Era, I think we all had a sense of, like, it was going to slow down at some point. Like, the popularity, it was definitely going to die out at some point. Like, yeah. I always had that feeling, like, it was it was going to die out sooner or later. It's not going to be able to keep this up. Right now, this current state of wrestling, I don't ever see this stopping, like, at all. Like, I don't have that feeling that it's going to die out, like, at all. Like, I don't And the reason why I think that is because wrestling, especially the main roster of WWE has been kind of shit over the last couple of years and it's still growing. Right. So like to me that just speaks volumes of how big wrestling really is. 
yeah it just seems like it seems like every year there's like a new exciting wrestler coming up or something that can like change the change the atmosphere of the whole thing where it's like it's it just seems like there's always something exciting that can happen to where it's going to keep it growing and make it even better so right fuck off idiots fuck off idiots all right so that that was fast lane and with our wrap up on the fast lane uh, our predictions so this past week on our predictions for Fastlane between me, Stoutsy, KDK Naked Lady, who is the current champion, and uh, Clodius, KDK Naked Lady, four correct picks. Clodius, five correct picks. Stoutsy, seven correct picks. And Tricky, seven correct picks. However, due to us tying Stoutsy, Katie, Katie, Naked Lady remains the predictions champion going into WrestleMania. I just disagree with that. A title cannot change. You know the rules. A title does not change hands on a tie. But she didn't tie. The champion didn't tie. We tied. So it should just become a vacant title. Ah, that's, you know, I've seen triple threat matches before and fatal four ways before where there's a draw and the champion wasn't a part of the pinfall and the title just stayed. You know, I didn't make these wrestling rules. That's stupid booking. But you know what? For WrestleMania, we're going to have a tiebreaker because it's WrestleMania. So be prepared. Yeah, well, Naked Lady's going to get that ass whooped. So, Well, yeah, I mean, she had four correct picks. So that was such a, like you said, that was a heel win on her part. Such a heel win. And did you like that Snapchat with the title just sitting behind her and she's just laughing? She's like, ha, 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 Throw my phone. What? I wanted to throw my phone. <laughs> Fucking Mark. But yeah, just like normal wrestling rules, uh, draw, tire, disqualification, whatever. Uh, title will not change hands, and that's why she's still champion. Whatever. But that's all right. I'm coming for that predictions title at WrestleMania. I mean, that's what I want. I want to win it at WrestleMania anyways. I, if anything, I'm Becky Lynch right now. I had the title, and I dropped it quickly so I can get it back at Mania. Or no, I'm John Cena. Put it that way, John Cena, because he did that, where he dropped it at, uh, he won it at Elimination Chamber in St. Louis. And two seconds later, Vince McMahon's like, nope, you have another match. Batista walked out. Batista beat him. And then at WrestleMania, Cena won the title back. Uh, Yeah, what's going to happen is I'm going to come off this injury, show up at Mania at the cockpit, raise hell. I'm going to get my goddamn title back. Nope. We're pulling a WrestleMania 16 uh, ending collusion uh, where KDK Naked Lady and I are actually on a team and just screw you over. Mm. Yeah, you're fucking Edge and Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> why can't I? Why can't we just be Edge and Lita? Why does that have to be Vicky? <laughs> I don't know because it's funnier. It is funnier. <laughs> so whatever i guess congrats to kdk naked lady you suck um let's finish up this wrap up on um monday night so we basically discussed everything on monday night except for uh bobby lashley won the intercontinental title from finn balor which i'm okay with because i think this could potentially set up the demon at wrestlemania against leo and bobby that's exactly why i was okay with it 
Same. Uh, and I think we kind of covered everything else. And Shelton Benjamin just popping up out of nowhere, which I love. Like, it made sense for Shelton to pop up. I was like, oh my god, they actually are, they're doing something that makes sense. See to me, like it, I see why it kind of makes sense, but at the same time, I was kind of like, well, that was kind of out of out of nowhere because he was a SmackDown guy, and you have, yeah. I haven't seen Shelton Benjamin in fucking forever. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, make him a heel. Um. See so you. Yeah. And how did Raw? What ended Raw? Oh, uh, Drew McIntyre and Roman, and then oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, which it seems like that's how they're writing off Dean, I guess. Mm, Does it kind of, to me, that kind of seemed like that's how they write off Dean Ambrose. I don't think he's going to be on another <laughs> Raw. I could mm. see him popping up at WrestleMania, but uh, Raw, I think he's done. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. And that fucking shout out to Renee Young selling that selling the fuck out of that pencil spot. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, well, also, what do you so? What do you think that the deal is with Roman? I think he's wrestling Drew. Okay. I think it's Drew and Roman at Mania, and I'll take that a thousand times over Baron Corbin. Uh, yeah. That was the original plan was Baron Corbin Roman at Mania. I was like, oh, God, why? Like, yeah. I think they switched it to Drew, which is awesome. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all for that. And you know what? I would, I, I would put Drew over, but, uh, that's just me. I would too. I think he's going to be, uh, your universal champion before the end of the summer. I think. If Dean does decide to stay, you have Dean screw over Roman at Mania. See, the way that this is being booked right now, with how happy Roman's being, I'm almost on the side of like believing Roman's going to turn. Like, yeah, well, I'd be fine with that too. It's like it's kind of to me. It seems like they're pushing Roman to be this happy, happy person to be back. He's happy, 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 happy. Like, and it's almost like they're pushing that like a lot to the point. I'm like, I honestly think he's gonna turn, and I think he's gonna do it after WrestleMania. I I said this a couple weeks ago. I thought he was gonna turn Monday. Nah, I didn't. I I thought it was too early. When they were walking up the ramp, there was a kind of one of those weird moments of like, "Ooh, is he gonna just throw Dean down and do some do something?" Mm-hmm. But obviously, it didn't happen. Uh, but I'm with you. I, I texted you that too. I was like, "Man, I kind of wanted him to turn," and then you were like, "That's ah, too soon." I was like, "Yeah, it really is." But because you know what I think is going to happen, right at WrestleMania, which I totally think is still going to happen now. That he screws Rollins over? No, I think the Shield helps Rollins beat Lesnar. Okay. And then the next night is when I think Roman just snaps and goes crazy. And like that's how Dean is officially written off. And <clears throat> then he goes after Rollins. I'd be down with that. Cuz I I'm kind of in the boat where I I'm not really fully I don't know. Dean just seems like a guy who like is going to leave. Like I can just see Dean leaving cuz now I read a report that WWE is looking to replace Renee Young on the announce table. Hmm. So she might be going with him. So, huh? 
Interesting. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But that's what I think is going to happen at Mania. I think the Shield totally helps Rollins win the match, and then Roman just snaps the next night on Raw. And Raw after WrestleMania, that'd be huge. Yeah, that would be huge. I'm with mm-hmm. it. I'm totally for it. And on SmackDown... Uh, uh, well, I don't know if you're talking about... Do you care to talk about the Batista Triple H promo? Or oh, not? yeah. Duh, fuck. I was like, I knew I was missing something else. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was awesome. Give it to me! Give it to I, me now! I I think Dave might have forgot what he was going to say. Maybe, but it worked. It still worked. In the beginning, it looked like he was kind of mouthed to himself, like, trying to remember some lines because mm-hmm. then Triple H kind of stepped in and said some stuff that sounded like key points that Dave was supposed to say. Yeah. And, I mean, it all worked out, but then, yeah, then he just kept, <laughs> just has spit flying everywhere. Give it to me. Give me what I want. Well, it's funny because if you rewatch, like, the promo packages, well, hold on, side note, the Guardians of the Independent scene made me pop, and Batista looked like he was biting his lip like he was trying not to laugh at that line. That yeah, it. Uh, I mean, I I liked it, but I thought it, the whole like "give me what I want" thing kind of went on just like just a little too long for me. I was like, "This okay? Wait, what?" And I was like, "Is there something else he wants besides like the masks?" I think we all know the match is coming. D- Dave sent me a video of the Spice Girls being like, "So tell me what you want, what you really, really want." So and then it cuts over to "Give me it, give me it now, give me it, <laughs> give me what I want, <laughs> give me what I want." Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, it's him going, "Huh." Huh? Huh? No, he does yeah. the you know he does the huh, but at the very very end, it's oh, yeah. him as Drax going ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he just <laughs> what a huh huh huh. Yeah, the fun. <laughs> it's such a. Good... <laughs> oh. uh, That's great. But uh, I, I love I, that that match is gonna be no holds barred. I love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you had to do it that way. Oh yeah. It'll be. It'll be good. It'll be good. Did you like my tweet? About that match, I don't like. I don't know if I saw it. Where I'm like, if I'm booking this, it's Star Lord, Groot, and Rocket all run in. But like, and it's like NWO and DX at WrestleMania all over again with Sting and Triple H. But you know, now that WWE uses those cool special effects on big shows, I don't. It's like I think it should work. He's like the live crowd might not like it though. <laughs> put a picture of like the terrible Asuka like graphic. Like, uh, yeah. That it was just like lines just shooting out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I remember seeing that. Now that was funny. That'd be so cool. It'd be cool for us, but people there would be like, "There's fighting like weird people." Like do you, the people, like the live audience, just sees like guys dress up in mocaps. Like, <laughs> what the hell's going on? <laughs> what are these people with dots all over their bodies doing? <laughs> and see the match in six months when the animation's complete. <laughs> Everybody in the crowd, it's now time to put on your virtual glasses. <laughs> oh, that's great. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that match. That's Batista's last match. But what I was going to say is that, like, if you watch the promos, I don't think, if you watch, like, the video package they showed on SmackDown, I don't think that Batista was supposed to say, thank you, this is what I've always wanted, one last match at WrestleMania. Because that's true, what Batista said. He's been yep. wanting this match for, like, the last, like, six years. Like, like, ever since his last run in WWE, he's like, I want one more match before I retire, and I want it against Triple H at WrestleMania. There's too much story behind it. Right. And it comes full circle. And I'm like, all right. And I don't think he was supposed to be like, this is what I've always wanted. Thank you. Because Triple H is like, 
uh, no, you, that's not what you get. Like, <laughs> like, no. Well, no. God but, damn it, Dave. Yeah, he's like, damn it, Dave. <laughs> Hollywood. Yeah. Should be good, though. I'm sure they'll do some more. Hopefully they do some. I think when they get face-to-face on a promo, it'll be, uh, like, well, I mean, they were kind of face-to-face. I mean, like, in the ring. I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll make it even better, so. It'll be interesting. Triple H can fucking sell snow to a fucking snow globe, so. I just hope that before we have, what, three weeks, three more Raws until WrestleMania, I think. Um, I just hope somewhere in there we see Tr- uh, Batista once or twice more and maybe, like, he, like, gives, like, a giant spine buster to Triple H or something just beats the shit out of him. Like, yeah. so I, I totally believe that Triple H is going over in this match. <laughs> so do I. Oh, definitely. Like he hasn't. When's the last time he's won a WrestleMania match? Was it Sting? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's due. Triple H is due. He doesn't go this long with lose at WrestleMania. The new Undertaker. I'm gonna say I think he's kind of become the new Undertaker. He's getting a match at Mania every year, but mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. I mean, he can still go. <laughs> Did I tell you what I was hoping Triple H would have said when Batista was like, "Give it to me, give it to me, give me what I want"? What I was I was hoping Triple H would be like, "Damn." I cannot make this decision on Guardians of the Galaxy 3, okay? <laughs> can't give you that, Dave. That's on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not directing Guardians, Dave. I would have I would have laughed so hard if he just would have said out of nowhere, it's like, Dave, I can't I can't make Guardians 3. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if we're gonna see like Chris Pratt or like Bradley Cooper at WrestleMania just because they're all pretty good friends now. You know what'd be cool is if they dressed up as their characters and sat ringside. That would be cool. That would be awesome. Chris Pratt would be fun to have on Raw. He would be, and then he'd be like, and thank you, Jesus Christ, Tim and Shawn Michaels would just be a tag team together. Yeah. <laughs> HBK comes out of Gorilla. Someone say Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Hunter. I'm on his side now. Sorry, Hunter. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. And let's go over the SmackDown. Last thing, um... We kind of hit everything on SmackDown, I think, except for the New Day. Yeah. Kofi. Um, I loved that promo at the end. And I loved them just beating the shit out of everybody in the beginning. And then that Kofi promo at the end just totally sold, sold me on it. So good. It was so He's, good. And I, I love this, like, edgy New Day. Like, just this kind of pissed off New Day. Yeah, I do too. I, the best is when... Big E was said something about McMahon's ego, and McMahon's like, nothing is bigger than my ego. Big E goes, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> well, I just thought that Big E was like kind of getting like in his face and stuff, and like I was like, fuck yeah, man, this is this is why well, Vince loves the New Day. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he loves the New Day. But like when when Big E was like, you know, he's like, you know, we do everything here. You know, we just we're, we're just over in India. We come back here, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I was like, damn. And it, dude, in Kofi's promo, when he legit was like, you know I've never been trick-or-treating with my kids? I was like, fuck. Yeah. Like, fuck, dude. That's probably, like, true. Yeah, probably like, is. Dude, like, that might not seem like a lot to some people, but, like, dude, like, trick-or-treating with your kids. That's what, like, that's what you want to do, dude. Like, you just want to yeah. trick-or-treat. You just want to spend time with your fucking kids. So, like, Exactly. I mean, that promo, dude, I was like, I, I just felt it. I felt all of that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with you. And uh, I love that, like, how they're doing this, too, because it's bringing me back to just Vince just being such an asshole. And, like, 
He's like, you got to beat this man and this man and these men. And finally, yeah. if you can make it through all of them, you got to face Eric Rowan. Yeah. Vince man, damn it. That's a decent Vince impression I just did. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I, uh, it's going to another gauntlet match. It's going to be awesome. I was going to say, I'm all for gauntlet matches if Kofi or Seth Rollins is in it. <laughs> Bowman texted me and he goes, did Vince all of a sudden forget about gauntlet matches and then someone reminded him? I was like, yeah, that's probably what happened. Well, it's funny because it's like we haven't seen a gauntlet match in forever and then now we're getting another and we hadn't seen two out of three falls matches in forever and I think we had like four or five last year. Like, yeah. So. Just some fun. So I, I, I'm going to predict this next week. I'm going to say that um, I think you kind of have to. I think the New Day plays a part in the gauntlet match next week and kind of helps Kofi out, but it's all, but but it's it's, it's worth it. Like, it, it's not going to hurt. It's going to be like, fuck you. Like, somehow all those guys are going to try to screw over Kofi. There'll be like multiple guys down there that the New Day comes out, does their thing, and then, you know, you know, hopefully Kofi fucking goes over and he gets to Mania. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, oh shit! Dropped you. Um, uh, but yeah. Do you think that Kofi's gonna make it all the way to Rowan and get screwed like right at the very end, and just like Kofi goes crazy the next week? Either he gets screwed, or or he just does it. Like or, <laughs> or New Day helps him do it because I I think if he gets screwed, yeah, and then it's like if they don't have somebody set to like try to start a story with brian for mania i think it's too late to try to do that and then it's also like almost dragging on the like um obstacles that kofi's having overcome or i think because what after next week will be what two weeks away from mania yeah so i think i think he's got to do it next week and then you have two weeks to you know build the story build into it a little bit yeah except build, instead of building the overcoming all obstacles type things I, I mean maybe have him win and then maybe try to have somebody backstage injure him or something weird like that but mm-hmm. i wouldn't keep having him have these like crazy matches and then you know the smackdown before mania he does it because then because by that time everybody's gonna know that it's gonna happen so it's i think it might lose that effect yeah i think you want to get that effect now like okay he's gonna have that mania match and then that way it saves. And then and then the next effect, you know, or moment you're waiting for is for him to win at Mania. Right. That's right. But oh, and uh, by the way, uh, real quick, uh, AJ Styles and Randy Orton's promo was amazing. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. I tweeted out. I didn't know. I, I I didn't know I needed that, Todd. I didn't know I needed that. I think that's what. I think that's what maybe made me feel better this week. <laughs> I just love yeah. how he brought up Dixie Carter. Dude, yes. Did you see what someone tweeted to EC3? Yeah, yeah, I did see that. And he's just like, yeah. You gonna let him talk to your mom like that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, dude, that promo was just... I love it. Good, man. It was really good. Well, I love it because they both had like really good... Like they were taking digs at each other where it was like, man, that's true, but they each had a rebuttal for it. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they were like, you know, Randy said something and AJ was, you know, he was like, well, it's funny because you were with this team, and then this team, and then this team, and then this team. Oh, and by the way, look who you're surrounded by now in this company, a bunch of indie guys. I was like, yeah, like this. They're kind of touching on the reality of stuff. Yep. It was good, man. I I, whew, I like it. I like this feud. I like it a lot, too, because what AJ said is great, and Orton is kind of like one of the last ones of like 
the Vince McMahon model of like what like a professional wrestler like should be in a way. And like Styles is like, man, the game's changed. Like right. I loved it. I loved every second of that. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I'm oh my god, I'm excited. Hopefully it's a hopefully it's a windy day in New York and we get the AJ Styles hair blow again. <laughs> no shit. Dude, that's one of the best moments of WrestleMania ever. Don't you can fight me on that. Yeah. Just that hair blow. Like the way that hair just flows in the wind, man. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm phenomenal. You could tell like when that when that wind came in, he just was like, Yeah. Dude, I'm right. I have to say, I was like, his he kind of he kind of gave like the model eyes and like closed his eyes, like you know, squinted his eyes a little bit. And was like, yeah, man, this hair. I know the, uh, I the way this wind's blowing, it's got to be coming from the, the earth being flat. No way the <laughs> wind can't blow straight on a circular thing. Yeah, that's totally what he thought too. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm excited, man. Some 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 cool stuff. Hopefully, leading up to mania. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and uh, real quick. Uh, while we were doing this, I watched NXT and 205 Live. NXT, great storytelling there. Gargano attacking Tommaso Ciampa, but Ciampa tried to do a sneak attack on an injured Gargano, but Gargano was faking the injury. It was dope. Fortunately, we're not going to see that match happen, at least for a little while. Tommaso Ciampa going on her neck surgery, so hope he, hope he uh, returns pretty soon. I know the surgery was a uh, successful one, so... Hopefully on that. And on 205 Live, the two matches on there, uh, Cedric Alexander versus Oni Larkin and Drew uh, Gulak versus Tony Nese in the semifinals of the uh, number one contenders tournament for the Cruiserweight Championship. Both of those matches were fucking great. So highly recommend watching those matches. You just started that whole description of those two shows. You sounded like Tommy Dreamer, and I was just laughing. <laughs> Yeah, so let me tell you something, brother, brother. Um, 205 was good. I like those matches a lot. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and keeping the card booked. Uh, yeah, brother. <laughs> I was just trying to get through it. Like, we've been talking for two hours. <laughs> that was good, good stuff. Shut up. Got through it, damn it. All right. Let's hit him with that one, two, three finish, and let's get the fuck on out of here. Uh, all right. Um, by number one. Um, one more, one last motherfucking time, one more motherfucking time, whatever it was. Uh, just, just cool. We mm. talked about just, just cool. It's just cool. Number two. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm going to do a one and a half real quick. Uh, my extra half is going to be uh, Seth Rollins' little back-and-forth promo with uh, Paul Heyman I thought was really fucking good. Yeah, it was. that was good. I think it kind of brought up uh, Seth there another level, so that's you know I'm going to add that on there with that one. Uh, number two, uh, Kofi Mania, baby. Uh, Love it. Keep, keep that fucking ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my number three... Number three. Do I want to keep it all wrestling? I think I do. Uh, oh, man. Heel Shane. Fuck yeah. Heel Fuck Shane. Yeah. Love it. Love me a heel Shane. So. The best. 
Yeah. Yeah. My number three was going to be, hey, WWE quit fucking up the Becky storyline, but. It's pretty fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, I got three weeks to save it. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think so either. God, just quit being so complicated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just be simple. That's all we have to be. Like the whole Dana Brooke thing, like walking out on Monday was like so unnecessary because that's like what you do like when Ronda first wins the title, you know? That's like something that like you do like at the beginning of a story, not towards the end of the story. Yeah, and why do you have Dana Brooke be the person to come out and be like, I have done this, I this is my whole life, and I love it. I'm right. sure maybe she all that stuff, but it's like that's not the person you have to come out. You have Ronda do her promos, throw the microphone down, and strut her ass out of that fucking building. You don't get the opposite of Nia Jax. She injures, she injures herself more than she does like anybody else. <laughs> she has. She's injured she's injured herself like four times, I think. And it's like she's the she's the opposite of Nia Jax. True, so true. She's she's so harmful to herself. Oh God! Well, um, yeah, that's uh, those are my one, two, my one, two, threes. Nice. Uh, my uh, number one. I'm gonna shout out the NXT since we didn't have that wrap up last week. I'm gonna shout out that NXT episode from last week. Uh, the uh, first round matchups for the Dusty Rhodes Classic, where that was honestly, I think, the best NXT. Like single, like single NXT episode I've ever seen that wasn't a takeover. That yeah. was like the best episode I've ever seen. Like those yeah. matches were insanely good. Yeah. Did you watch it? I did. Holy shit! All those matches were great. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah, it was really good. Um, my number two. Uh, get well soon, Tommaso Ciampa. Please get well soon. Just hurry up. I miss him already. <laughs> <laughs> um and my number three Kofi Kofi Mania man it's get it's get me jacked up I was gonna say Shane Heal but man Kofi Mania is just like it's taking over the world right now yeah it's organic and that's all we need. it is it's organic baby love it I love it I love it I love it all right all right as Matthew McConaughey says, all right, all right, okay, oh, sure. John Mulaney. All right, so you could follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and Periscope, whenever that happens again, at Offended Pod. Make sure to go follow P2P Nation at P2P Nation on all social media platforms as well. Uh, make sure to go listen to our brand new Offended episode, which came out yesterday. Wink, wink. Because it's today it came out, but, you know, it'll be Friday when this episode comes out. Which is on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. And if you're looking for us on Apple Podcasts, it's under P2P Nation Network. We're still trying to get that fixed. I'm going to figure it out one of these days. I'm going to figure it out. Uh, go to www.prowrestlingtees.com and search Offended. Go buy our T-shirt. Go get a tank top for the spring and summer. Yeah. Go order a tank top before you go on spring break. Right. That's how it that's how it, that's how you should do it. Yeah. There. There it is. Um What else am I missing? Uh I, I don't know why I'm fucking up the plugs again. I did this last night too. <laughs> but anyway, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Trick1042. You can follow Stoutsy at Jimmy James nine four one seven on Instagram and Twitter. James B. Stout. 
on Snapchat. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Happy WrestleMania season. It's in full effect now. We got JCD coming on next week. And on Offended next week, we are counting down our top 10 sports movies. So that should be good. Yeah, it will. All right. Well, for Stoutsy, I'm Tricky. This has been the weekly wrestling wrap-up presented by Offended and PWP Nation. See you next week. Fuck off, Marks. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.